Peace and greeting to the sound of the rising sun. Welcome back to the Divine Council Podcast. This is your boy, Monquay. And this is Stefan. And we're back with episode 62. Yes, wow. sir. Back. We ain't went nowhere. Uh, shit. It is what it is. You know, life just come at you real quick. And, you know, to say the last at least two months for me, Man, it's been it's been wild. It really has been. So you know, like I said, I just want to let the audience know everything's fine. You see it from here. Um, but I'm back now. You know, May 10th or whatever. It's, it's shit. My birthday next week, next Tuesday. I'm back hell at it. Yeah, now. hell yeah, bro. Marquay and Stefan, we back at it now. I feel healthier. I feel better than I ever felt. Shit, I feel good. I mean, I'm just trying to you know stay afloat, and we're glad to be back to get you know to get some content out. I've been itching for this, you know. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. So, you know, right before we started, we was uh, discussing, you know, the digital assets, the cryptocurrency craze, you know, and the Divine Council has been speaking on this for a while, but, you know, recently it's, it's, it's really like this year, it's it. After December, starting in January 2021, I think we, uh, we, we're we really in it. And as each day goes on, people are starting to really awaken to, you know, the digital asset space. And it is definitely money to be made, and it's interesting. And, you know, I, I think we should start off the podcast uh, by speaking on this, you know. Uh, yeah, well, first for me, I wanted to say, um, you know, I always had to uh, – well, I just put this post up in the background. I had to show respect to Pac, you know what I mean? Like That shit's sweet, too. I saw you putting that up. I was waiting for us to start throw up before I said something on it. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, you see, he ain't got on no diamonds. All he got is gold on his shit. That's all it's not. It's just gold. Gold yeah. and gems. Like, I mean, some gems, but it's mostly gold, silver, and um, platinum. That's all that for matters. Sure. For sure. But, um, yeah, man. So, uh, for the crypto craze, man, the stuff that's been going on recently. Yeah, we've been, uh, you know, we were talking about crypto years ago before we even did a podcast. We, we weren't really... Um, invested at that point but we obviously we knew about what crypto was we just were we just didn't really completely understand it or thought it was you know it wasn't the right time because i mean we were in college we didn't have money honestly Mm -hmm. to invest in it at that time so then years later you know we do this podcast and last year is when stuff really started to go crazy with it and you know monkoy was uh doing a lot of investing early in the year and um, I didn't start really investing until the latter half of the year, and I started seeing gains from that. And I know he's, you know, he's seen some huge gains, obviously, from investing that early. The past couple of days for me have been insane, man. I've I've been investing. Um, I, well, recently I've just been hodling. I just hold, just been holding what I've had, and um, this coin that everybody knows is nickname is the Dogecoin Killer, is what they're calling it, as Shiba Inu. Uh, it's been going crazy right now, man. I've made huge gains from it. I'm talking about I made gains to where I'm questioning whether I need to even keep working at this point. Because if I can make it this fast and I can hold it, and I know how to manage money, you know, I went to school for managing money. I know I'm, I'm, I'm working the accounting profession. Then what can I do if I just spend my whole time doing this shit? And I just made it that easy, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like it's trying to – you got to you gotta have certain discipline. I mean, I've already taken some profits. Like, you know, it, it's uh, – the, the Shiba coin in general, it's, a, it's classified as a meme coin on like a coin market cap, you know, it's just like Dogecoin, except Shiba actually has 
um, a white paper that and a community that's actually trying to build something and take advantage of DeFi, whereas Dogecoin was literally built as a joke, you know, um, and it's been outperforming Dogecoin like crazy. But the thing is, is like keeping that discipline, man, because, you know, even with not just a crypto, but just like, you know, acquiring money in general and life and doing well, it's like, you know, you hit you might hit that stage of euphoria, which is where I was hitting the past couple of days. And I've just been wanting to go crazy, like just been thinking about what I can buy and stuff. And, um, you know, I, I, I knew, though, obviously there's always a chance from coins like this, you know, it can pump and then it can dump. But so far it hasn't, you know, it's retraced maybe 20, 30 percent at times, then goes right back up to where it was before it retraced or higher than that, you know, and there's a lot of support. Like I was talking with Monkoy about it. It's literally like the most viewed coin in the past couple of days, like worldwide news articles, TV. They're talking about how to buy this coin. And it's literally it's still under a penny folks it's still under a penny so it's not too late to get into it however you got to realize though people have already made a lot of gains off of it me i made tons because i was in there i got on it super early so you might not see the type of returns i make but you can expect to see some type of profit you know just just be wary of that but always though with anything especially with crypto man like any type of coin bitcoin you know ethereum you got to always remember when it goes on these runs where it goes, a coin goes parabolic. You got to remember to take profit at the top because what's the point if you're just holding it and you're not realizing any of that profit, you're doing more harm than you are good to yourself. So I took out a little profit just to, you know, just to say I took out some profit and, um, you know, I put it, I put my sister on to it. I just helped her get, you know, a little bag of it, you know, help some of my friends, um, I sent them a video of how to get into it. I was going to help my younger sister get into it. Uh, you know, my younger sister just graduated from college, so I know that would that would help her out. You know, if it goes up even crazier, you know, that help her out. So I'm gonna help her get into it as well. And um, yeah, man, I've I've seen it firsthand effects, bro. And and you know what's so crazy is like, you know, certain people they'll they'll put in like. A thousand dollars, two thousand dollars into a coin, and then they'll go up. They'll get like twenty, thirty. Me, and it's not even on like no bragging shit. It's just like I literally put in like twenty, twenty nine dollars into this shit, and I've made, I've made thousands off of it already. Like, and this it, within a matter of days. So, yeah. You don't got to be a genius to get into crypto. It's about finding projects early, you know, before they take off. Finding projects that you believe in. Also finding projects that you see the potential to just blow up and then you don't really care about. So you dump them and take the profit. You know, we live in a capitalist society. So that's that's the way you got to go about it. But there are certain projects you should be fond of and want to, you know, actually believe in their projects, you know, and um yeah, man, it's it's crazy, dude. I I don't know what to say, man, because I know I know you you probably experienced something like this last year. What I'm experiencing now, I just want to I just want to get your take on it on having this influx of uh gains. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't get my real gains until this year. 
Um, even even with what like I didn't get the real games until this year with like Ethereum, like all that. I didn't get the real games until like this year. I mean, I got gains, but if you're talking like real gains, like yeah, it wasn't until like you know the past couple months. But even you know, you heard me say this before. So like when you spoke under euphoria, I understand what you were saying. Like definitely, like especially the last, you know, I I went back to I was my I've been back to work for two weeks. So when I was off, you know, the whole month of March, when I was off, like I wasn't coming back to work. Like it was over with. I mean, like I was, it was that was that's like it's, it happened to be when I was off. That's when my shit was really just popping all the way off. That's why I was saying. I want to keep my discipline. I'm going to go back to work because you heard me say it before. We ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. We, we, we ain't seen nothing yet. Like I still say it. I'm not, I mean, we ain't seen nothing yet. Like it is what it is. Like it's, it's going to get to the point where, um, you know, I always said, I even, I said at 15, I would reti- retire at 30. And I'm going to be honest. I said that out of, out of hope, but it's going to be earlier than that. And I know it because like, Everything is going to be tokenized. If you get, you got to get in the space now. The earlier you got in it, and the more discipline you had to hold, the better. But it's still not too late because, you know, I'm going to speak on uh, the SNL skit and what they did with Dogecoin. I'm going to speak on why it's not too late. Um, but basically, I understand exactly what you're saying about the euphoria. But I always say, you know, it's got to, it's, it's discipline. But with the discipline, the hardest thing when you have gains is not just selling everything. It's knowing when to take profits. That's yeah, the hardest thing to understand. And people <laughs> see there, there's not a, you know, only a select few. Well, I'm not going to say a select few certain people that have the bags, like to where I'm at now and where you're at, they get it to where they've had those days where they gained a thousand, 2000, 10,000, 20,000. Certain people, the average person that's just looking at Doge and shit like Bitcoin, they see a profit went up like $50, $60 or $600. I, like this uh, crypto YouTuber I just started watching, he was talking about it. He was like, you know, they say, ah, oh, that's more than I've made. That, that's more than I make in a week. You know, and they're super excited about that. You got to look at it to the perspective of somebody like me or like you that the, the gains we've seen have been so massive to where it's like, you don't know where to take gain profit at. Like it's crazy, man. Like, you know, I, see my shit swing. I shit you not, you know, I don't, I don't speak a lot, but I see my shit swing $60,000 in a day. Like, I mean, it would man, be one down to like one ten, And I'm like, Oh, uh, I mean, I, but I just, I'm not looking at, I, I, I didn't even want, I mean, I know what the fuck it is. Like I know, I know. When I told you last year, before I bought, even before I even bought into crypto, I told you I had a dream. This is right before Kobe Bryant died. I had a dream that I had that I was going to have a helicopter, and I still. I mean, it's going to be it's 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 farther than that. You just got to know, like, you know. I think the whole thing that's going on is, you know, it's a transition. You got to know your place and my place as at the age where at at one point and you know the next. 20 to 30 years when we actually start to get into the problem of our lifetime, we're going to be the new baby boomers. So the landscape has to change. The landscape has to change. There's going to have to be some type of wealth transfer. And this is why millennials get a lot of hate is because we are going to be the baby boomers for the generation below us. And we don't like the baby boomers, the one, the baby boomers that's above us because they kind of put us in a shit situation because they know, they know, and they see that the baby boomers know that basically we're going to be basically we're the, um, 
our generation is um I'm thinking of the word our generation is gonna be like it's it's gonna look crazy to everybody. It's not gonna be fair, basically. Like how we always talk about the, ba- the baby boomers didn't have to do nothing. Well, basically, why everybody else is gonna be jealous of the millennials is because we're gonna be able to just make money like nothing. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm going to work and shit, and I'm like, <laughs> these people. Man, I, I had this coworker who's about to retire, and he's telling me, you know, you need to put in. And I know he was lowballing because he did. He, I actually took it as a hit to my intelligence, and he was kind of lowballing me because he didn't really know me, but he was trying to, I guess, conversate with me to gauge my intelligence level to see where I could be in the future. And he was basically telling me about like, you know, traditional IRAs and investing. And this is before the cryptocurrency stuff. And this is back when I know I've already bought big bags of cryptocurrency and nobody's paying this shit no attention. I'm like, man, and I'm going to work and telling people, not just crypto. I mean, look at copper. I bought so much copper in 2018. I was like, man, you go, we're going to need bullets. We're going to need all this. I bought so much copper. That copper alone, that's thousands of dollars in gains, like metal, like gold. So I'm just, I'm telling people, you know, you got to buy the shit. I don't give a, don't pay, don't pay attention to the fucking media. They're going to tell you the opposite every time. Buy this shit because it's about to get fucking real. It's about to get so fucking real. You know, this is why I'm getting more private. It's about to get real. Like I tell my pops and my uncle, I tell them straight up, this how it's about to get, you about to see the niggas hand, they about, you about to see a motherfucking hand in your pocket, basically. That's how hungry motherfuckers gonna be because they they believe the media, they believe in entertainment, all that shit. They don't want to do the research. So you about to see these niggas out here that not I mean everybody, you about to see these people out here that didn't inform themselves that, that isn't a part of this new one percent. They about to have their hands in your in, in, in your pocket. No, that's how they they're they gonna try to rob you so blatantly. You you gonna have to defend yourself. You got to kind of go off grid and be low key because like I said, you see, we ain't seen nothing yet. But basically. You know, my coworker tried to lowball me, and this is when I realized, oh shit, like this is this is this shit is legit. He basically was saying, you know, if you put in, you know, you start an IRA, and I tell everybody the first thing I did as a when I became employed before I even got health insurance, my first day before I walked, I made I got me an IRA. And I got me a pre-tax IRA and I set that up, whatever, boom. That shit, you know, you gotta do that. But he he didn't obviously he look he's looking at me like I'm not someone who is uh, financially inclined. And, you know, he's telling me, you know, you probably need to go ahead and, you know, set this IRA up and you just put it back. You just put back, you know, a hundred dollars a month or whatever. Hell, if you work for 20 years, by the time you hit, I think he was saying, if you were, if I work for the next 20 to 25 years, he said, you're going to be sitting on like $800,000 or something like that. And you're going to be set, yada, yada. But I didn't, I didn't, I, that vision, I was not feeling that vision. Cause I'm like, first off, I'm not going to be working for no cracker for 20 years. <laughs> You ain't gonna see me say no cracker because I wasn't no slave. I ain't come from no slave. But I'm just saying that because I've been listening to that Victory Lab by Nipsey Hussle, which I think honestly is my is when it, it's in my top three. That shit's in my top three. And we people going as this shit keeps going, as we start to get more uh financially literate, Nipsey Hussle is actually gonna be um be more and more and more important, honestly. But anyway, he was just basically I felt like it was a hit on my intelligence because I was like, how do you know I don't already have that now? Which I didn't, but I knew like I mean I'm retiring at 30, and at the time I'm like 20, 25. So yeah. I'm like, I mean, I, I know I, I just got the feeling, I get it. I know if I keep going and having to clock in, something bad is gonna happen to me. And I know for me, if I want to be the, the the high value man that I want to be, I gotta get out of that nine to five. And if I don't get out of 9 to 5, it's either I get out of 9 to 5 and live the life I need to live and want to live, or I die early. Period. This is how I'm thinking in my mind. I'm like, if I stay in this 9 to 5, I'm going to die in my 30s. So I got to get out of here, this motherfucker. before. And I really feel that shit. I got to get out. 
I got to get out this shit, out this workforce shit in my 30s, before my 30s. And basically lowball me. And, you know, I don't be, I don't do no back and forth with people. I, I listen to what everybody has to say because, once again, I, I'm private for a reason. So you're not going to know what I got really ever. You might know a little bit, but you never really would know. And, of course, he didn't. He probably thinking I'm just clocking in. And I'm spending my money going on vacation. I ain't never been on no plane. I ain't going on no vacation. Like I said, I said I was retiring at 30, so I'm going to grind for grind until I got to. And even if I, and I still said, even if I hit this shit off, I can stop right now and I'll be good. And I won't be able to retire for the rest of my life, but I can be good for the next 10 years. But at the end of the day, why would I do that? Why would I do that when I've already had this vision and this plan in my head beforehand? I feel like if I shortball myself, you know, it's, that's showing lack of discipline. Why? Why do I have to stop now? I mean, the biggest thing that really that I wasn't really mentally ready for is I did get the coronavirus. Um, and luckily with me, like it didn't necessarily I was fine. It didn't affect me in a, in a certain type of way. But like this based on like for my job, I'm, I'm exposing myself to that. And that was the only thing that really made me try to justify, you know, getting out the workforce. But it's not time yet. It's not time yet. Like, you know, I I, I get it. You know, it ain't, it ain't yeah. my time yet. I got to keep building my bags and keep doing what I do because, like I said, you ain't seen nothing yet. And I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I've been saying shit like, you know, gas is going to be $5. And I know you seen earlier where they they had attacked the pipeline in the Northeast. And they're talking about gas. Like, it's already you already can't get gas in gas stations in, in, in most cities. Like, people on Facebook are going crazy. I already knew gas is going to be $5 by the end of the year. I didn't know it was going to be a cyber attack. But I know gas is going to be five to six to seven dollars in North Carolina by the end of the year. Actually, I thought it was going to be at least four dollars by the beginning of the summer, which I'm, I'm actually I think I'm going to be right within the next month. It's probably going to be four dollars. So, like, you know, I understand that. I understand this shit. Like, and I understand with the amount of the with the level that they're printing money. And I also seen a fourth stimulus talk earlier today, too. I also see with the uh, level of how they're going to print money with this hyperinflation. A million dollars is not going to really like, OK, you got to get to the game early because a million ain't going to be. I mean, it, it, it costs damn near three hundred thousand dollars to buy a house in the country, a townhouse in the country. Think about that. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So this hyperinflation is just going to just really fuck shit up. But you got to you got to get your you got to get your tangibles. You got to get your investments right. Because honestly, honestly, I think the next big step, it ain't the gas. It ain't none of that. It's going to be the housing market. That's going to crash, I think. I won't put no money on it. But I, I, when I say you ain't seen nothing yet, you ain't seen really anything yet. I, um, I, I was watching an interview uh, with the dude, YouTuber, Omi and a Hellcat. And he was talking about how he believes within like the next 10 years, we'll have the, these digital lands digital land, digital real estate, digital worlds, you know, that'll be introduced from like Apple, Google. To I want to interject real quick. Look up Decentraland. You know Decentraland? It was on Coinbase. It's an Ethereum-based token where you can buy, you can literally buy plots of land within a virtual world. You can buy parking spaces, parks. That's that's what he's kind of talking about right there. Yeah, he, he's saying he thinks kids are going to get into it to where they start developing this shit at a young age and be millionaires and stuff like that. And he was like, when they start announcing it to the public, you buy in as much as you can to this shit because it's going to take over, which I agree with that. Um, you know, as you talk about real estate, we got to think, you know, we're talking about uh, crypto digital, 
You know, just like real land, digital land, the more technology we have, the more everything is going to go into the digital digital world. You know, uh, people love playing Sims games, you know, having houses, family, stuff like that. They're just going to make it more realistic to where you you immerse yourself fully into the game and you uh, you can actually buy land in the game and, you know, buy your own digital shit. And, you know, you got to look at shit like that. It's a reality now. Uh, with uh, VR, augmented reality, stuff like that, you know. So that's something to definitely look into uh, moving forward. So, yeah. I was saying somewhere, too, where somebody had put up a consp- put up a conspiracy thought where he was basically saying the reason why you all of a sudden have shortages in the PlayStation 5s and not really many shortage- shortages in, like, the Oculus Rift is because they're trying to basically force the public into getting to this VR shit, which is the future. Um, the VR, the virtual reality, everything is the future. Yeah. All, all of it goes hand in hand. And that's why they say you re- re- it ain't got nothing to do with the coronavirus, really. It's got something to do with them basically forcing us to try to find another outlet in gaming. And if you think about it, we've been playing, you know, games with a controller since they've been invented. So, you know, it's, it's time for, I'm not going to say it's time because I'm, me personally, I like technology and all that, but I don't know about putting a fucking headset on. I don't know about that. I don't yeah. know about no VR. I'm gonna be yeah, real. You can complete, yeah, you can. <laughs> you can uh, and we got all these algorithms and ads. That's get, just not, man. That's I mean, just yeah, not you a can good way. Get lost in it, lose track of time, all of that, man. That's. I what, mean, the craziest thing happened to me the other day. When I was in the um. I had woke up and I went to the, I went to the to the to the wash machine, and I I think I had a uh, scrub. Oh, I had some scrubbing bubbles. I looked at, I was like looking around or whatever. I was like, I need to clean my tub, whatever. And I picked up this can of scrubbing bubbles. I didn't look it up on my phone. I didn't speak it. I'm by myself. I didn't speak it. Like, oh, I got some scrubbing bubbles. None of that shit. I shit you not. I picked the scrubbing bubbles can up from the top of my jar, walked to my bathroom, put it down in the bathroom, went to YouTube, and my first YouTube bag was scrubbing bubbles. Never yeah. before have I gotten a scrub, scrubbing bubbles YouTube ad. So I'm like, man, this shit done got to the point where they done did some shit. Like, it's something else going on. I'm like, I started, I started thinking crazy. I was about to call you. I was like, man, I was like, man, what the fuck is this shit? Just by touching it. Like, is it it's something just, in the barcodes that that? Yeah, you just you just touch, you just touched it, and now automatically, it's like a sensor goes off into the your, your technology to let you uh, see ads for it. That's crazy because it's like. We already know about the the voice assistant, how it's always listening to you on your phone, regardless if you turn it off. So you have your conversations and then you end your conversation and get on to like social media, Instagram or something. You see an ad for something you mentioned in your conversation. But now you've taken it a step further to where you're not even talking to nobody. You're just picking up a product, then go back to your phone and you see an ad for that product. It's crazy, man. It, that just think about how far they can take it to where they, you know, the thoughts. You want to take it a step further, reading your mind and shit. You know. Um, so why do why do you think you know the iPhones and like the higher end Androids like they have the screen screen watch time? And why do you think they come out with different phones each year with with seven and eight, nine and ten different cameras because of the part of the technology that Big Brother has to spy on people has something to do with. I think they have patents that has something to do with reading your mind, reading your thoughts. Based on the, uh, those cameras, I, I believe it. I mean, you can't convince me otherwise. It's the reason why they t- they can see how long you're actually looking at. How can they see how long you're actually looking at your phone? Like besides, you know, the screen being. I mean, of course, the screen can be on, but still, like, 
why do you think they come out with di- with a new phone? Every it's not because the technology upgraded, the camera technology upgraded, the yeah. Big Brother technology upgraded, but not the technology that you think. In, in fact, I still use a phone that was made in like 2016, 20, 2017, but it still has that type of technology. Um, it all does the same. This is why I don't get why I don't get why people go get the new phone every year because it's. It's no different. It's no different. It's no different in, in getting a new phone every year. I can understand you upgrading the current phone you have every couple years. I'm not going to judge that. And I don't judge a lot, but I am going to judge people that, you know, want to get the new phone every year. They're and you don't understand what, what, what they're doing. They're just addicted to the technology, you know, have to have the latest and greatest. Well, not even the greatest, just the latest technology. And, you know, the mindfuck behind it is there's people that ain't even that's average or below average. Like I heard, I watched Daylight. He had to put up a video and I haven't watched him in damn near a year. And he put up a stream. Uh, he ain't been streaming like that, too. But he put up a stream and he was saying he still has an iPhone 6. And I'm like, man, should I still? I got a phone that I got from Wal- um, from Target. Well, I think I got it from Target for $200 with a cracked screen. And I don't shit. I'm gonna keep that motherfucker till the wheels fall off of that motherfucker. And I, and I, it is what it is. And that motherfucker to come out of me with a with a better phone that will come at me from their ego is a problem. Not many people will. I can understand if you have a higher end phone, but most some people can have that and and not be so egotistical about it, which is no problem. You, you like it? It's I just love a, it. Yeah, it's just a you know just that elitist <laughs> mindset. You know, that's what I'm speaking on the elitist mindset, people. That's what I'm speaking on. They just think, you know, since they got the better, technically the better phone, that they're better than you. Like, it's dumb, man. It's just with, like, the iPhone versus Android debate. Yeah, we know iPhone has a better camera than Android, but Android gives you more control than iPhone ever could, you know? And that's speaking to somebody that's had both. I have an iPhone right now, but even I know that you got you have more control on Android. But people, I, think, I think you should have both, honestly. I think... um well, not both, but I mean, I personally, I grew. I, I like Android. Like, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. But I had an iPhone too. Um, yeah. I, I forgot what number it was, but it was uh, about two years ago, or whatever. And personally, I mean, I think it was the iPhone X or something like that. Yeah, iPhone was yeah. Like 10. Yeah, the I think I had that for a little bit. And I like the, I like the the beauty behind it. I like the camera, the video. Like I like that, but I mean, I, that's not my realm. Like that's not my realm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I don't articles. Sit, yeah, I don't sit around taking videos all day. Yeah. I I'm mean, not, it's cool. It's, cool. You can put, it's more of a, it's, 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 for it's women. more of a, a really? social media. I don't even want to. It's more of a social media phone. Like if you, if you, if your main main thing is social media, YouTube. Facebook, if you're a personality, then I can understand. You can have a you can have a Samsung and do that too, but iPhone is is perfect for that. But I think it is true whenever you know they say you know more so business and and if you're doing a lot of reading and a lot of downloading, I download a lot of albums, a lot of articles. If you do a lot of download and a lot of reading, you got to go with Android. You don't have to. Ha- I, I haven't even jail. I used to jailbreak my phone or uh, what they call root R O T. They call it rooting with an Android phone. Which is basically you're getting into like the the you're getting into the phone basically and, yeah, and resetting yep. everything. It's the same as jailbreaking, but it's different. It's just called rooting. It's a different term. I used to do that all the time. Every Android phone I got, that's the first thing I'm doing. I don't give a damn about no warranty or no uh, memory loss. I, I mean, I'm, that's the first thing I'm doing. So I can put. I was putting Netflix app on my phone before they made the app. I promise you, I was putting that shit on my phone because you can only do that if you rooted it to get the. Yeah. To be able to download the, the desktop, like you could, that's the only way you could do. I was putting that shit on my phone before they even had the actual app. But I, now the phones are made so good that 
You don't have to do any of that shit, especially with a lot of these Android. I got a uh uh a ten or some shit, some shit, some, <laughs> some bullshit, some yeah. bullshit. But that mother, that shit right there, <laughs> that it, it worked. They get the job done, and I ain't, yeah. I ain't paying no exorbitant fees or nothing for it. And it's I mean, my hot spot. This I'm be able to do all this shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just about what you want out of the phone. You know, there's some people that still prefer flip phones and shit. You know what I mean? So it's just what you prefer, what you, what needs or what you want out of the phone. Because nowadays the phones can do everything you need them to do. So you don't need to continuously update, you know. But then again, they'll intentionally slow down the phone over time, too, to where they force your hand on the matter. I'm going to ask a question real quick. Is my audio echoing? No. Nah. Because I'm trying, because with this mic that we got, I realized the other day when I was looking at it, you could put the headphones into the bottom of the mic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I am I don't think I actually, um, I didn't get my settings right. So I just wanted to, I was wondering, I, I mean, because I, I can't necessarily, I just realized I can't really even hear anything through the head. I don't even know I got them on. I can't hear nothing through the headphones. I just realized that. That's yeah. why I asked that. Okay. I just want to make sure. So but if yeah. it's good, we'll keep it like it is. And All right. Sure. I wanted. I did want to ask you. Uh, kind of. I had kind of spoke on it when I was rambling a little bit. But did you see uh, earlier today where they said it was a cyber attack on on the pipeline in the northeast? I didn't. The- I didn't. No, I did not. I missed that. So you know, in the Northeast, it was uh, supposed to be like some cyber, some cyber attack on the uh, gasoline like pipelines in the Northeast. Uh, but it's supposed to, you know, be the one of the main ones throughout the country. And I know, like, I was like, oh, whatever. I didn't actually look into it, but I know I was on Facebook and um, people, even people in like back in Gaston County and like in North Carolina, was just saying they about to run out of gas because they like. I guess the gas. I guess people when they when that happened, they went and got gas. I've been in the house all day. I ain't go nowhere. Take my yeah. trash out. Yeah. Um. But I was just wondering. I mean, we just have to keep it keep your ear out for that. It's been. It was a, actually a, a big I'm, day today. I was seeing that, and then they was talking about a fourth stimulus. Like, yeah. I, look, I mean, I, I, I looked at an article about the the stimulus, and from what I saw is that it was for people that hadn't received any of the other stimuli uh, bills or stimulus bills, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, I don't expect to receive another stimulus. Oh, I saw people were uh, millions apparently signed. They, cause they uh, Millions of people signed on to have a monthly stimulus bill, uh, stimulus of like $2,000, a petition for that. It's not, it ain't no, that's going to happen. That's like, it's, that's going to, like with the hyperinflation, with them printing money like this, it's going to be a universal basic income. We're going to probably get one more stimulus, either one or two more. I said we we'll probably get two or three more when I said this last summer. I said we we'll probably get two or three more. I think we'll probably get one, one to two more stimuli, like you said, and either this no more than two. That second one at the latest, they're going to unveil that this is basically universal basic income. We're going to have universal basic income. These jobs are not coming back. They're not. And they come back, it's not going to, you're going to have a 15 to $20 minimum wage, which 
Okay, hyperinflation. All everything has to do with this hyperinflation that we're about to go through. Like it ain't no, like people got to stop looking at the media. Like and look at the numbers. Look at the economy. Look at look at what the fuck done happened. And they ain't nothing Joe Biden can say that I don't already know is going to happen because this nigga is not. He, he's just a figurehead. He's just a speaker. Trump is just a speaker. Pelosi, are they just speakers? Everything is run through economics. Everything is run through economics. When you're talking about, you know, modern day shit, this is run through economics. How are you going to eat? How are you going to provide? Everything is run through economics. And basically what they what they have done, you know, we can go all the way back. You know, coronavirus is real and shit. But what they've done during this shit is basically destroy the economy to make a problem that they supposedly have to sweep in and, and fix, which is going to ultimately end with the CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies, a digital Digital currency, basically. This is what it's all, but it's all going to have to, it's stages to it. And you're going to have stages of hyperinflation. This is the stage of hyperinflation that we're about to go through. And once they get the CBDCs unveiled, you're going to have a whole new economy. But by that time, leading up to that, you're going to have everybody understanding what a digital asset is. This is why I was saying yesterday, I'm, you still got to be careful with all this shit. Bitcoin, everything. You got to be careful because we still ain't seen nothing yet. Because ultimately, they want the CBDCs in place and when it comes to putting the cbdc in place it's going to be hella regulations it ain't going to be no it ain't going to be no regular person making 30 or forty thousand in, 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 in an hour or in a day type shit no more no more of that it ain't it's going to be just like the stock market which you know i started with the stock market and the metals market that's some old age 1970s type shit when it comes to a cryptocurrency market that's 24 7 that's where crypto is heading. It's not going to always be like this. I promise you that. Yeah. But it's the stages of this shit. And like a lot of all this shit has to do with hyperinflation. The gas prices, everything has to do with hyperinflation. But, you know, I'll go back to saying society's so dumbed down. Now we're going to have to we're going to have to deal with this. We're going to have to deal with the, with the consequences of us not being informed and us trusting Big Daddy, which is government. Everybody's going to have to deal with the consequences. I said it before. They're going to throw us through the ringer so bad that. They're going to have to stop us from protesting. It ain't going to just be a race thing. This is going to be an everybody thing. This is going to be an everybody thing. Everybody's going to have to, everybody's going to protest, period. Yeah, it's going more about uh, more about classism rather than racism. Yeah. You like, you look at look at real estate. Okay, so who do you think is buying up all these after they evict all these people, even during this shit, who do you think is buying up all these all these all this land and shit? It's the government. It's the government like it goes back to what I mean. They want to. Yeah, that, that's like with yeah. like ta- that's like with uh, like tax liens. Like people, you know, that's a hustle that some people are into, where somebody uh, can't make their payments on their house, so there's foreclosure on it. So somebody comes in and agrees to pay off the rest of that, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. You um, And that's how they they can make profit by doing that. But if if they can't do it, or um. The, the the state might come in and take that, seize that property, and that money goes right back to you know to them, to the government. So I think a lot of what's going to also piss people off is just it's just a different time. It's a shift. You know they're about to unveil a bunch of technology. That's why I said the jobs ain't coming back. They, you, we're going to have to have universal universal basic income and find different ways to make money because you're already sending in fast food. It's nothing but modules where you're you're doing self serve and shit. That's just, I mean, that's about to continue yeah. to unveil more and more technology. Self-driving uh, Retail, where you yeah. got all these, you, you got all these self-checkout 
Alex, you go into like a Walmart, Target, half of the half of the uh, checkout aisles are closed, and you got to go to self checkout. The lines yep. over there be longer than the actual lines with the with the uh, the clerk working. Now people gotta understand why, why why you go to Walmart and why see Walmart is at the forefront of this. This is why you go to Walmart and they don't have any registers open, but they got more people working in there. I mean, they got so many people that work in Walmart. They got people that ain't even dressed up in Walmart clothes that work in there. They can run them cash registers, but it's a reason why they started doing that and they continue to do that because they're trying to just basically condition the people to get ready for what the fuck is about to happen. Um, and actually, honestly. Besides the economy, I think the biggest thing that's, that nobody's actually talking about that we about to actually we're going to speak on this is this alien disclosure that's about to come in June, and it's important because if you believe in if you believe in odds ends of, of governments, who put that in place? Who put that in place? Who put that they who put that in place? And when did they put the alien disclosure in place? Donald Trump. That was the last thing he did before he left office. He already made Space Force. The last thing he did before he left office before giving us the last stimulus to actually his the second stimulus that Joe Biden turned around and said he put in place. A part of that bill that was passed that was actually drafted while Trump was in office was, I think on page like four or five hundred something in the, in the in the middle of that bitch. They had 180 days. Let's do the math. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen. 100 December, January, February, March, April, May, June. They had 180 days to get ready for to basically do soft disclosures leading up to a hard disclosure. It's real. We're in another realm. Like it's yeah, real. Yeah, I know and they I just think, they just confirmed that that UFO footage was real like a week or two ago. That's that's a soft disclosure. They've been see they've been they had they've they've been having soft disclosure. So a part of that was them doing like doing shit like that. When one the first one was when the Pentagon came out and said shit was real. Like those are soft disclosures leading up to this real disclosure. Which is in general, which if you believe in astrology and spirituality, it's a it's a, it's a type of snapshot than when Jesus was on the earth. Um, and I feel like the shit is is you know with the certain with a lot of shit that's in place, we basically are beyond hell, and you know it's going to continue to spiral out control so much more in the next couple months. Next month, I think you know leading up to this that people are going to start. This is hell. This is this is worse than hell, and um. You know they're gonna they're able, they're able to ring this shit off that's, and do what yeah. they want to do leading up to this. Yeah, that's what uh, my grandma. My grandma is a uh, you know very religious uh, Christian, and that's one thing she always told me that you know that we this is hell, you know, and you know she always goes back to the Bible and how she said you know the earth will be this time destroyed by fire as opposed to water with uh, Noah, you know. And, um, yeah, I just think about that. It's like, bro, it's like, yeah, this is, this is hell. People are like, are you going to go to hell? We already in hell. If you a melanated individual. Well, it's hell for everybody, I think. Well, yeah, you could take it that, you could take it that uh, step further. Um, I'm just, I'm just thinking about how, like, the, you know, the original people are treated on this planet. How we're always being stepped on and shit. And it's like. You know, they say, yeah, you you can go to hell. You're going to go to hell if you do this, you do that. But we already living in this shit to begin with. So fire, all that devil and shit, like that shit doesn't, that, that, that shit doesn't phase me at this point, man. It's like, I just feel like I'm ready for whatever because I feel like I've already lived 
several lifetimes before, you know what I mean? So it's like that that doesn't bother me. This shit that is going on in reality is not even reality at times, you know? It's facades that we see, you know, these games that are being played on us, man, on a daily. And like I basically think too, to add on to that, um at the end of the day, we are the treatment that melanated individuals get. It's a, I mean, it's hell for everybody, but it's specifically hell for us because we don't. We're going somewhere else. We're basically as a as each male and melanated male and female, we're living basically the same perspective. Specifically, I, I can speak on myself as a black male. I'll say as each melanated male, we're living the same type of perspective that Jesus lived. We get crucified on a daily basis. We're doing the same thing. We're doing the same thing. We're, we're, I'm not saying we are, but we're, there's something to that. We're living, we're living the same type of life, lifestyle or, or perspective that Jesus lived when he was on the earth. And it's because, you know, it, it's, it's the promise. It's the promise for what's to come. You know, the treatment doesn't come for no reason. I mean, it's a reason behind that. Me and you, I woke up today. I didn't wake up hating anybody else. Honestly, I woke up not really even thinking about any no other race, and that's the problem. People are irrelevant to us because we know our we subconsciously know who we are, and this is that's where the hate comes from because they're stuck here. We're not. Everybody knows it's, it's, it's a subconscious thing, you know. Um, it's no offense. It's just I, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. It I is what think, it is. I just think about uh the recent news about the, you know. Warner Brothers is uh, planning to do a Black Superman movie, and black people Captain have, America too. Yeah, yeah, he's already yeah he's already Captain America. You know that's a spoiler. You know for people that haven't seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Falcon becomes Captain America by the end of the show. Yep, and that's in the comic. That, 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 <laughs> that, uh, what'd you say? I don't care about no spoiler though. It's all I mean. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I mean that that's in the comics though. That happens in the comics anyway. So yeah, you know they. So I don't know why people will be up in arms about that, but um, Black Superman. Yeah, Calvin Ellis. Uh, you know Clark Kent, whose uh, real name is Jor-El. His dad's actual name is Cal L. So Calvin Ellis, Cal L. L means God too. L means God as well. And people are like me personally, I don't give a fuck about a black Superman movie. Let me tell you why, because there's so many other black characters that have been created over the time. I want to see a static shock movie. That's what I grew up on. I grew up on static shock. You know, we got stuff like icon. A lot of people have been talking about icon as icon is pretty much like a black Superman himself. Um, he was part of the um, Milestone Comics, which is a black comic uh, company that started up in years ago, and they're coming back now. You know, um, so I don't give a fuck about a black Superman. You know, look, we know, and this feeds into what you were saying about how they, they're stuck here. This goes back to that. You know, the, the controversy, like, oh, why is there black Superman? It's pandering, which I agree. It's obvious fucking pandering what Warner Brothers is doing. They're like, hey, you know. Ray Fisher, you know, the black guy from that plays Cyborg in Justice League. He He's cried out wolf talking about how the producer, director, Josh Whedon, he said some racist shit to him on set. 
you know, threaten him or whatever. And people wouldn't believe him. Now you got Gal Gadot, the uh, woman that plays Wonder Woman, saying he threatened her career. Now she's come out saying that. You know, so he's catching all this backlash. Warner Brothers catching all this backlash. So what do they do? What do they do? Ah, oh, fuck it. You know what? Let's just give them something. We're going to make Superman black. You know, that'll shut them up for a while. But we don't give a fuck about a black Superman. Nigga, like, we already got black Superman. You ain't, you ain't never seen Pootie Tank? You ain't never seen Meteor Man, nigga? Like, we already got all that. We give a fuck about black Superman. This is somebody that grew up being a Superman fan. I don't give a fuck about that shit, bro. Like, who gives, okay. We know, Clark, we know Clark Kent is technically not white. He's an alien, right? Yeah. So think about it like this. The, the, white, the, white, uh, the people that get mad about it, the non-melanated people that get mad about it, about him being black. Oh, they're going to do a black Superman. Ah, why everything got to be race bent? Because they're stuck down here. They don't want to see Cal L. They don't want to see a god. They don't want to see a god presented as a god in a movie. So they pull back from it and they just like, why is everything got yeah, they want to complain and shit. And then there's people like that's our melanated is like, look, we know what y'all doing. We know y'all trying to kiss our ass and shit. We don't give a fuck about that shit. We already got established characters and symbols that y'all could present to the world, but y'all refuse to do that. You want you want to know why? Because you know we know what the truth is. You don't want to help push that truth out there. So you're going to twist the truth in your perspective. You're going to give us this this Uncle Sam-ass black Superman. He's probably going to be some coon-type nigga. You know? He's going to have a white woman on his arm. You know what I mean? He's going he, he's gonna to be struggling. Might have did... You know, my, nigga... He's, he ain't going to have his dad in his life or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Uh... They they might make him a fucking freedom fighter in a movie. You know, that's that's how it usually goes, man, with this stuff. So it, that that's what uh uh that that goes back to what you were saying, man. About how they uh they can't get to they can't that level that they're on, they can't get past that. So they just wake up with hate. I'm about to go in. I don't, I don't know what you last heard of what I was saying, but I was tying that the black Superman into the use how you say these uh, these people wake up with hate in their hearts and shit because they can't get past a certain level. They don't want to. They can't break out of their space. They're stuck here. They don't want to see a, a L. They don't want to see a God presented to them. You know what I mean? But we but we know Warner Brothers. They going to they're not going to present it that way. They're going to twist it. He's not going to have his father in his life. He might be a uh, end up being a coon. You know what I mean? Doing some stupid shit, you know, selling drugs or some bullshit. Might be a freedom fighter. Might take the MLK approach and then somehow he gets powers and becomes Cat Superman. You know, they, they you know, it's, it's going to be some bullshit behind it. You you already know they're going to pull some bullshit with it. But uh, yeah, you can uh, you you can go ahead. I'm about to go get a water. So basically, what I what I had to the only thing I I don't disagree. I agree, but I look I looked at it differently. Excuse me. And the way I say I looked at it differently. Excuse me for that. It's because I think we should have both. I don't disagree with a black Superman. I don't disagree with a black any of the current superheroes that we have because most of them already were black at one, at one point. Um, I think personally, 
I don't, I don't think it's pandering. It goes back to the UFO disclosure. I think that's about to happen. I think it's a reason why they're talking about this shit now, because and look at the, I the biggest name for me was the, I understand the black Superman, but the bigger one for me was the black Captain America because with the influx of uh, most people, you know, there are melanin in America believing in the indigenous stuff and. No matter what you believe in, we believe that we were naturally already here. We the we are the true Ameru Khans from you know the Khan dynasty or whatever. I look at that as it's just telling you what just telling you the truth that they're that they're slowly about to tell people that it's that it's showing you symbolically. The thing is, they're about to open shit back up, and not only are they about to open shit back up, we're about to have the playoffs, and not only are we about to have the playoffs, we're about to have you know baseball is starting back up. Not only is baseball about to start back up, Bonnaroo is about to come back up. It's about to be festivals coming back. So this goes back to the to to they about to basically disclose some shit that you got to kind of look for, it, but ain't nobody gonna want to pay attention to it. And and I, and I think that's gonna be a problem because I think what what is gonna be um what, what's on the horizon is the truth. It's the truth. And we're going to have a static shock movie, but the thing is, most of these superheroes are going to be black. And not only are these superheroes going to be black for one movie, it's actually what I'm reading or what I was researching was, um, and I think you spoke on it. A lot of these uh, superhero movies are going to, they have black cast and black actual producers and directors. It's a shift. It's a shift. It's just showing you basically that we are the majority. Who's looking at this type of shit? It ain't really, it's wh- white people are, but it's, it's, it's for the, it's for the masses. And we are the majority. I mean, it's 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 the prophecy said it's gonna get like this. The thing is, you don't want to be uh you don't want to be misinformed for shit that's about to happen because we got algorithms and ads and shit. You gotta really have a clear mind with this shit. Yeah, and it, I mean it's like at, at a point, you know, they they do everything to destroy us, but they can't, they know they simply cannot do that, you know. So it's at the point to where they have no choice but to reveal the truth. You look at Black Panther and people were like, ah, pretty much an all black cast. You know, usually they they stick us. uh, Usually if it's an all black cast, it's like a Tyler Perry production and there's some coonery, buffoonery behind it. You went and go you you go watch Black Panther. Nah, man, that was actually some real, you know, a lot of symbolism in that shit. You know, you got. Uh, protagonist and um, and T'Challa, who's more on the MLK side of things, and you got he isn't a villain, Killmonger. They demonize so, They demonize him. Who's I more like, so? I didn't like Black Panther. The print. I'm gonna explain why. It's a great movie, but I'm gonna he, explain why. He's more so the MLK. I mean, he's more so the Malcolm X on side of things in the movie. You know and. They, you know, they, they, they're like all black cast. What is this shit? What did they do? It went out and they broke records like instantly. That's a great yeah. movie, man. Like it really is. Like, on, but on, the, the thing is, is like, no. What gets me kind of angry though is when I sit here and I look at, you know, people be like, they, they, they're doing, they're about to do a new uh, Black Panther next year, right? And they, they had the decision to not recast T'Challa, which I don't agree with. I, at first I did, but then I was like, you know what? That symbol means so much to people. They need to recast that him. They need that presence there still, which I think they will eventually recast them. But um, 
It's just the one thing that pissed me off is how people look at Killmonger like he's this this dude. He's he's as compare he's comparable to Hitler. I was I've seen people say that shit. I was like, bro, like you look at I mean Thanos. Uh, you look at Thanos. That motherfucker destroyed half the universe, and you over here comparing this dude to Hitler, saying he's he's not redeemable at all or some shit. I'm like, did y'all not understand? Well, I get it. A lot of these are non-melanated people. They don't understand what Killmonger was really saying. Like, in this they movie. do understand. They well, do they, understand. They, well, or they, 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 they're, uh, they try to play off like they don't understand it. Then rather, they do you know? understand that shit, dude. And and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, y'all are tripping. Like, because at the same time, it's like. Yeah, we get it. It's a superhero. It's a superhero movie. He's supposed to technically play the villain, but he isn't a villain, though. You make it seem like he's killed millions of people. What did he say he was going to do? Oh, we're going to kill their kids and all this shit. I felt like that was a forced line that they put into the movie. They didn't put that into the movie. More people would have been sympath uh, had more sympathy for Killmonger. So they put some they put some lines like that in the movie to be like, oh, he's just this despicable human being. Nah, what he was saying was some real shit, you know, and the people that get it, get it. You know what I mean? So they they understand kill market because with them, with them, with them coming from the demographic that supposedly is in control, that stole shit, they understand that that energy cannot get out to the to those who are who are quote unquote oppressed. I don't look at myself as being oppressed or whatever. I don't look at myself as being black either. Um, but I understand the Killmonger character in the Black Panther movie actually um that was one of the great not the, I'm not gonna say this because okay, the movie itself was some bullshit, but what it's telling if you know if you have a mind and you know how to understand that was one of the biggest movies as a uh indigenous North American that you could watch because it's telling you the story. See the Black Panther, what is the pan the, the Black Panther? That's some shit over there in Africa with the with the uh the Mount Wakanda and all that. Look up they they just found vibra- that you know and vibranium is pretty much comparable to iridium. They just found a mountain in Nigeria, like I mean, I mean, um, in in Kenya, they call it Mount Kenya. But they, I mean, they, they're, so what? That shit's real. I work with Kens and shit too, and they, they these motherfuckers were not even. They don't like you or me. They don't like you or me. Period. So, but the whole point of the movie is you really do have these African nations who are not me or you. They look like me or you, me and you, but they're not me and you. And actually, this whole shit started because of wars that we had amongst each other because, once again, they aren't us. It's still levels to this shit. It's still levels to this shit, period. It's still levels to this shit, even when you're melanated. So, the movie, that Black Panther movie is showing you that you have, quote, unquote, yeah, I suppose African nations that uh, I mean, really, can um I think really they say what, the, last the last king of Scotland that movie right there would tell you what the fuck is going on because the last because I think uh Selassie Selassie who they said Nipsey Hussle was him reincarnated he was the uh he was one of the kings of Ethiopia I believe but if you look at him he was a king of Ethiopia by being the king of Ethiopia he was also the king of Scotland. I think Rome, he was like, he had five different countries that he was a king of because it's all fucking connected. See, though, a lot of the African nations and the European nations are together. They're in, in on this shit to stop you and me. This is why they understand the Killmonger energy. This is why Killmonger went all the way to the motherfucking UK and he saw them, he saw the artifacts that was native to this land because they're all in on this shit. 
they can't function like how shit is now when me or you are function at a higher state because they will have to bow to us. I mean, it ain't no, the, the history shows it. This is why they go to the extent to hide the history. This is why they go to the extent to hate us. We ain't doing none of that shit. I mean, shit, we're not doing none of that. They're doing that because literally they cannot function when you're in the right sovereignty. They can't. The only way, really, truly, the only way they can function is as slaves, period. You know, I mean, period. I mean, I'm not I'm not making no shit up. If you do your real research, it's not biased. It's going to tell you the truth. This is why some people know who they are. I have a sense of who I am. And then the day that Black Panther movie was basically, it was, it was, a, it was a way, they actually exposed a lot, I think. They exposed so much in that movie that that should wake you up if you're looking at it from the right perspective. You're looking at it from the right, we literally over here getting beat on well, you know, we supposed to have brothers and sisters over here in another country that say that they're greater than you, right? That say that they're great, but in that same they country, got all, they got all these these resources and shit, and and they still have poverty in their own fucking nation. So you think they're gonna care about you or me? No, they're not. They still have yeah. poverty. They still have they still have war, and so it ain't even a, it's not even necessarily a race thing. These you have countries that's literally ninety nine percent quote unquote black. But you got to remember they go by nationality. We the only ones that go by black. Because if we go by our nationality, we got to wipe a lot of these motherfuckers up our fucking land, period, including the African. We got to get them up off our shit. So they all in on it. We cannot be in our proper status and the world function the way it does. This is why this is hell now, because we are not in our proper status. Once we get in our proper status and demand our shit back, which is why I relate with Killmonger's uh, character tremendously, it shit will shift. And that's what's going on. That's what's going on. The thing is, though, you got to understand that they they know the prophecy and shit, too. They know it's going to reach a point where basically the gods are going to come back. I don't even want to call ourselves gods because we ain't done shit. We ain't earned nothing yet. But they knew a specific people was going to come back and look at shit differently and rebel completely. But they were going to be the majority as well. And they would have to give us our shit back. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to even control the disclosure. They're trying to control how they give us our shit back by giving us black superheroes of superheroes that were white at one point. Instead of giving us new superheroes, this is their way. They know this shit, but they can't even do this shit. They can only do this shit for so long. I'm telling you, it's going to get to the point where they have to disclose this shit. And it's going to be this year. They're going to have to start disclosing real shit and telling you straight up. It's going to be this year. And I think that's why that they're coming out with. This is why I say I don't disagree with them having black superhero movies of heroes that were white at one point because the reason why all comics were based on natural powers that they found from actual melanated gods that was already, you know, through history. These are, it's all these comics are based off mysticism from previous history, from the Sumerians, like all that, which is all melanated, Lemurians. It's all based off of that type of mythology. So, I don't give a damn if, if Superman was white at one point. That motherfucking character was based off a black guy or quote unquote melanated god at one point. Like it doesn't matter. But the thing is, now they have to they have to put it in symbology because that's their way of softly disclosing that nigga. If you got black skin, you are the original American, Captain America, black Captain America. But this is before. This is after. After they do the, do more disclosure, afterwards, this is after they do more disclosure. And that's why that's just how I'm looking. I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking at it as I don't. I, I want. I think I'm, we're going to have static shot movie. We're going to have all that. We are the new. We are the new majority. You know, you got to peep that shit because you now you're reaching a generation that is about to hit their thirties where white people, Hispanics, all races, black, whatever. We all represent. Basically, we all can fuck with one culture. 
which is hip hop, which is fashion. Like you got white kids want to dress. I don't even want to call it black. It's just a certain type of uh, culture. So now you got it to you where gotta t- you go to TikTok. They, all the all the trends is started by black people. They can no longer sit up here and hate. Like they gotta like. So you're not within their own household. You got baby boomers and and Gen X or, or Gen Z and millennial kids that are rebelling against their own family because they actually grew up with us. They lived with us. We actually lived together. We live. We have been living together and shit like. And like they're for this shit too. They're for the fuck shit. They're they're, they're for this. They they like what the fuck? My parents were fucking. They see how fucking chaotic this shit is with how their parents have ran this shit and how how lost they are. How their parents thought that they could just give them money and not teach them real life skills and how far behind they really are in the real world. They're sick and tired of the shit too, man. They're sick and tired of the shit too. So it has to happen. It has to happen. Yeah. Happy, man. Well. Yeah, on well, on that yeah, on that note, man, I'm trying to think of uh, another topic. But like, there was something. I, I think it was a topic that I I'm trying to think. It was it was something that I really want to talk about. We talked about the pipeline, the, the crypto. Um, was it something with the? I think it was something with these mandates. I Man, I'm finding it weird as hell with these mandates, with them lifting every. I think it's gonna be full blown. This no, no, I know what it was. I know what it was. I know what it was. I know you've been keeping up with India and now Nepal. I know you've been keeping up with India and and, and how they had these all these cases. Man, that shit is grim. Yeah, I've seen that. Let me ask you this. I haven't seen nobody speak on this. He's like, I have my beliefs when it comes to, you know, current events and what's going on. But don't you find it. Don't you find it highly suspicious that India, the same time that they had the exponential increases in these cases, they also banned Bitcoin. I didn't know about them. But I did not. I ain't... I missed that. I missed that. Them, Third uh, largest country, second largest country in the world. Banning Bitcoin. They banned Bitcoin. Turkey, wow. Nigeria. Wow. But I'm looking at India. I'm like, ain't it, ain't it, ain't it ironic that they had these exponential rises? And I mean, and I, I got, I follow YouTubers that say they have. I don't have any people that for, and friends in India, but I follow YouTubers that have friends in India, and they said it's like that. They say it's like that. They say it ain't nothing but signs all motherfucking day long. Family members dying. And I mean, you know, I think it's coming here. And I don't know if we're really ready because I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to have to be a big rebellion that's going to have to happen. And I think, you know, with how the government is moving, because if, if India did that here, we would already be rebelling. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see that they're, they're trying to punish the people. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to see that. This is population control. They're punishing the people. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to see that correlation. They ban Bitcoin when they, at the same time, they have exponential rise in cases. They ban the one economic tool that's outgained any other investment ever, ever. They banned it. At the same time, when your mother, your, your, your grandmother, your grandfather, your family members are dying, it's, it's about to be murder because it's coming here. Because it's going to open up this summer. I, I watch. It's going to open up this summer. By August, it's going to be another fucking... They're going to say it's another strain. But I'm going to tell you the real... This, the strains is coming from the vaccines and shit. But they're going to say it's another strain. We got to close shit down. 
They're going to start banning these cryptocurrencies and shit, trying to bring in the CBDCs, and it's going to be murder. It's going to be murder. But I wanted to, I wanted to have your take on that. Like, um, how do you feel about that? Because I, I, I view it how I view it, and there's really no way other way I can look at it. Because it's like, it, it, how why would you ban? You would think the government would want want people to invest in something that would economically at least help them pay bills or something like they're punishing the people. How do you um, Sick. And it's an actual election. It's an election coming up. It's an election coming up over there. So, like, they're giving them all that shit. How do you feel about this? It's about control. You know, it's about power. They don't want to give up that power and control over the people. If the people have this access to this, um, this asset class, that can change generations, that can change their whole outlook on life, government, everything, that can overturn the government, that can overturn this power and give it back to the people. They can't allow that. They can't allow that. So what do they do? Not only do they, uh, they stop themselves for potentially benefiting greatly off of this, they stop all of their people from doing it because they do not want to relinquish that control over the masses, which, uh, I mean, it's unfortunate that that's how it is, but, you know, that's just how some people are, man. You know, some people just, they want all the power to themselves and they don't want to relinquish any of it. So they do everything they can to destroy anyone that gets in their path. So it's, it's, it's sad. And uh, one more thing actually popped up my head that I saw too. That I, I mean, man, it, this shit is getting crazy, dude. And this shit was, I think this shit is going to end up bringing some shit back that we were speaking on in, that a lot of the QAnon people were speaking on in the past. Did you see where, uh, you saw where Bill Gates and Melinda Gates got divorced? Yeah. I was seeing this past weekend where she was speaking on how she got divorced because he supposedly had a he had a um intimate relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. I seen that. I seen that. Yeah. People better get ready. People better get ready. Man. People better get ready, man. They better get ready. Why would he why would this motherfucker want to even go go to Epstein? Well, I'm not saying they didn't say he went to Epstein Island, but you know, he probably had to go there. I mean why you would know, he man, mean? he's an elitist, bro. Like he's one of those top. He's one of those top one percent. Like you know, in the world, they do certain rituals. He's a part of it. Epstein's a part of it. All of them, Bill Clinton, all these these uh, these high high level ranking uh, people in society that they get down with that shit. You know, they get down or they get blacklisted. I mean, it's that simple. That's why I look at it like myself, man. Like, you know, with uh, this crypto, it's giving people the chance of a lifetime to make, you know, life-changing amounts of money and not having to sell their souls in order to do so. So I agree. You know, and when and when I say selling my soul, I'm not selling your soul. I'm not talking about um something physically happening to where they just literally take that shit out of your your body or something. I'm talking about something you getting down with their program. You get down with it. You do these little hand symbols and shit 
and pictures, all that other bullshit. You know, I fuck with Pac, but you see in the background how, you know, certain things, how you put your hands up and stuff. They do these hand signs. They do all that bullshit. You know, Drake always, Drake love Drake's music. He's always does this, always shouts out 666 and his music. You know, Cole just dropped a song talking about Jesus dying at 33. That's the highest level degree of masonry, Freemasonry. Dying you know, at 33. Nipsey and uh, Pipsy. He said, and Nipsey and Pipsy died at the same age. Oh, shit. So, I was, I was it's, all, that. it's all connected, man. It's all, you know, that, that's how they, that, yeah. You know, they get down with the program or they get blacklisted. It's that simple. My bad, dog. I ain't mean to try to interrupt, man. I just this nah, shit. You good? You, you good? I get it. And I'm, I'm working on all that shit too, man. Because I think the best thing about a the uh, number one thing is being a, a a good speaker is being patient and just allowing people, to, allowing anybody to get get their point across. Right. But I was wanting to throw in. I thought it would be funny. I've been I've been thinking about this shit lately too. Because I was seeing where they were saying J Cole is about to drop an album too, and I had put on my Facebook. I had said Nyquil or some shit. <laughs> right. And, um, yeah. I mean, this coming from this coming from somebody back in 2009, 2010, like all I was listening to was Jacob. That was my shit. That dude, I was like, man, this ain't from Pavin. But like after a while, it's like you start seeing how a nigga move and shit, and you like, nah, he ain't really real. He 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 a pussy and he ain't really, really about it. That's not no leader that I'm looking up to. And in fact, I mean his music is great. He has good lines and good shit, but he he just he he regressed. And my the more he got mainstream, he regressed like most people. But my favorite line that he had that made me, I stopped fucking with him really after that, is um, the back to the top of freestyle where he was saying, Carolina blue kicks, pedal to the metal. I'm feeling like the, a puppet and the devil is your pedal. After that shit, I was like, man, it's, I know what's going on with this nigga. Geppetto, you know, the motherfucker that moved the puppet and shit. Yeah, move, uh, yeah, Pinocchio. And that's Jay-Z moving him. Because at that time, he was trying to get signed with Rock. And I'm like, oh, he for that bullshit? Which he is. This is why, you know, him and Kendrick. This is why both of them on the sidelines. Because honestly, another thing, I've been going back listening to, to Pimp Butterfly. Man, I'm getting chills, man. I remember where we was at when that shit came out. Back on Johnston Street. Yeah. God damn, man. I need some ass and some shrooms right now to listen to that shit again. And that shit is incredible. Yeah. That, that shit is incredible. I listened to it all the way from front to back last night. That shit is incredible. But I mean, he was doing that shit back then. But where is he at now? Where is he at? Now? These are puppets, my dude. Like these ain't even like these ain't even no real leaders. Yeah, they got good music and shit, but it ain't even like you just gotta realize recognize them for who they are and shit. I mean, yeah, I think Nyquil. Yeah, Nyquil. <laughs> yeah, man. I thought you were gonna bring out that Fire Squad lyric. Where he was talking about how, you know, the white people, look around my people, white people, I snatched the sound. And then he was like, I'm just playing. But yeah. I, all I, all I, that shit contains true shit or something like that. Yeah. I just couldn't remember that line. I wasn't really, li- that was on, um, was that on Forest Hill Drops? Yeah. I think over, that, an overrated album. Um, yeah, that's the one that all his fans, you know, all the fans. Some for it. They all say that it's classic, you know. Double, he went, he went double platinum with no features and shit. I'm like, man, that shit. Yeah, he went, that, that's the one that they give him reception for, and I'm like, man, that shit is full mainstream trash. Like, I mean, it's not trash. It's not trash, but it's just not. I, yeah, I think it's. A, I think it's a decent album. I don't, I don't think it's a classic though. It's, it's decent. It's not. It's a, it's a good album. It's not a yeah. classic though. We got to stop throwing that classic shit around. Yeah. You, honestly, you shouldn't. 
An album should have to be out at least three years before you to call it a classic. That, yeah, man. It's just the, the time that we live in, man. It's Everything is so instant. You know, people instantly call, oh, this shit's mid. Like, they are, this is mid. This is a flop. Like, people so care so much about sales and shit. Like, I don't care about sales. I just care about the quality of the projects, man. Like, that's what matters to me. You know, what, what the artist is saying rather than how much they're selling first week. You know, and people still saying, no, well, somebody mentioned on the discussion board I post on, um, they're like, you know, so what happened with the big three debate? I'm like, bro, my, personally, who gives a fuck about the big three? Like, Kendrick, Jerry, Drake, J. Cole, like, that shit is played out, bro. That's some shit a fucking blog, a fucking nerd on a blog made up, like, Oh, who's the who, who's the top rapper and shit? Like that shit corny as fuck to me. Like, there's so many quality artists. Why the fuck do you care about a big three? Like, that's just diminishing the that's just diminishing the the efforts that uh, many other artists have put forth to the art form, to the art, the platform that is. You just uh you're bigging these up, these niggas, oh, they don't sell as much. These niggas ain't even relevant. They don't that's still it's stupid as fuck, bro. Like, it's just when dimensional. Yeah, and you know like, even even with those top like we did that talking about the top fifty rappers. I don't have no top fifty. I don't give a fuck about no list, bro. Like there's that's artists what, that I fuck with. with. I don't care about. Me. I don't. I don't have a list of artists like top ten, top. Who gives a fuck, bro? Like who do you rock with? Like it's tears. It's tears. That's it. It that's just it, it tears and it changes over time. Your taste changes over time. You know. Yeah. So how can you compare Drake to J. Cole and how, how can you compare Drake to the LL Cool J or some shit like who they on the same list and shit? Nigga, these niggas were relevant. These they were relevant at like 20 different a 20 different 20 year time difference or some yeah. a 20 year span or some shit. Like who gives a fuck, bro? I'm not comparing fucking Kendrick to fucking NWA or some shit. Like, bro, like that shit's stupid. I mean, we got straight. The streaming is what fucked the, fucked the whole game up, too. In my opinion, I think it fucked the game up. And I had um, I think a seer the Duke, a seer the Duke of Tears. He had a uh, did a YouTube video with Ani Asari. He was talking about that. Like, it went from us listening to music and feeling it, and like you know, looking at the album cover while we're listening to it, and it becoming a spiritual trip to where you know that music and the vibration was healing us through that experience. To now we're streaming. We're streaming the music. Like, streaming is just another business, another money revenue. We're, like, streaming. Like, it don't even make sense. Yeah, like, it, um, it, it's decreased. Uh, the quality isn't as good. Yeah. Either. With streaming, you lose the, the frequency isn't as where it should be. And then we... You know, like, you, you in a CD player or, like, on a vinyl. That's on a mother... Yeah, vinyl, fucking, it's bandwidth people, and shit. Yeah, people wonder why vinyl is still popular. It's because vinyl is the real shit. It's, like... That's where the music is truly how it's supposed to sound. As opposed to streaming, it's like it gets compacted. You know, it gets, it's not spectrum. It's not a full spectrum of frequency like it should be. It's tightly packed, you know, and it's not where it should be. But a lot of people don't see, I'm I'm more like an audiophile and shit. You know, people people don't get into that type of shit. I care, I, I care about frequencies and stuff like that, so... So yeah, see that's your ram. I'm knowledgeable of it, but I'm not gonna claim to be no guru. But I, I think I know more than the average man. But I can definitely say that that's your ram. You know, I love music and and just the intricacies that come behind it. But that's your ram, shit. 
A lot yeah. of people don't understand that. And, you know, this is why the music has changed. And this is why I, I got a vinyl player. And I'm just thinking about it. I got a couple albums that I'm probably going to buy right after we get off of here. Thinking it because it, come, it comes full circle when you really think about it. It's a difference between listening to a song on Spotify and YouTube than listening to the shit on a, vi- on a vinyl player or a CD player. I might go get a CD player or something or, or, or a cassette yeah. player. And, this is, and if you look on eBay, you look at some of the cassettes. Those motherfuckers are hundred dollars and shit for a cassette. That probably wasn't but five dollars when it came out. Man, I'm a yeah, I'm a I'm going to uh, start a collection at some point. I, you know, I had bought my first vinyl a couple months ago. Uh, it was Kids See Ghost. It was the Kanye and Kid Cudi album. I bought that the uh, vinyl for that. I was going to buy a record player, but then I was like, I need to stop spending money like that at that point. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna get me a record player. I'm gonna start playing some vinyls, man. Like that's what you know. I, that over time, I mean, I, I like collecting stuff anyway. So, and you know, I love music. Like you were saying, that is like my realm and shit. So, so yeah. Um, last thing that I've been on, I've been, I've been on this pretty heavy here lately. That I was, you know, this just came to my mind. We was just speaking this off on, a, on off to the side a little bit. And I'm late to the party too, but the algorithms on my YouTube, man, they, they've been sparking up crazy here the last couple of weeks, and I've been getting hella Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels videos. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, man, like like I was saying earlier, I got in, you know a discussion with somebody earlier on one of the, on another video that was like reacting to it or whatever. And at the end of the day, like I don't necessarily agree, I don't disagree with a lot of them. I agree, but I don't. I mean, I, I look at it subjectively. But I'm gonna be honest, man, like. You'll be a liar if you like if you're not a male from like a certain. I, I would classify myself at least as an above average man at this point. I mean, I think I'm still kind of lowballing myself, but I don't. I mean, I, I think a lot of the problems that uh, I've been having uh, in the past is I was a little bit too much in my ego. But I feel like if you're on a certain status, if you're on a certain you know level, you can really relate what the fuck he's talking about, man. Like, dude, like I feel like we really needed this shit. Like, we really, we really needed this shit. And I mean, you talking about somebody that come from a single mother household who I love my mother to death. I love my grandmother to death. And I did actually have my grandfather in the house, but it wasn't like, you know, me having my dad in the house. And I, I come from three kids, and we all got different baby. We all got different dads. At some point, you know, it's a problem, but that's not the... I come... I, I'm a product of, of, of what the fuck has been going on. And I think... You know, I took a different route, but I can tell you right now, I had to, man, that shit was so hard. I had to reteach myself. I had to reteach myself. I can tell you I had to reteach myself because a woman cannot raise a true alpha male. Like, she can't. She can't. It's, it's deficient. You're going to be deficient in certain categories, and mostly that category is going to be your emotional mindset, period. Like, I mean, if you don't see nothing but emotions, you're going to react emotionally if you come from a single single mother household. And, you know, when I was when I was off for my two months, I was home a lot and I was around, you know, my grandmother, my mom and my dad. And, you know, I had a lot of time to myself, too. But it just made me think, man, it was I was just like and this is before. This, all right. So this is how it went. Actually, when I was on my break, that's when the it, man, that's when the Kevin Samuels video popped on my YouTube. I didn't watch a single one until I got back to Raleigh um, about two weeks ago. And ever since then, for the last two weeks, I just been watch. I don't know why. I don't been binge watching all like just been binge watching the shit. And um, but I've been I've been having it in my queue for like you know for about two for about a month and a half. 
So I started watching because I've been hearing about it the last about five months or so. I mean, they start really talking about him in like damn, like November, October and shit. Yeah, he uh, he just he just kind of blew up like, and and you know he's he's been doing it he's been doing it for a little while. Um, but yeah. anyway, I don't want to come out as you know as this is how I look at it. That's still a man. That's still competition. So I don't. I mean, I mean. I'm not worshiping him. I'm not a part of his group. Or I'm not giving him no money, none of that shit. I appreciate what he's done, though, when it comes to the exposure. Because he's, he's, he started by actually exposing men, by uh, put, putting a finger in, at men, at uh, melanated men, which is which is the point that's being missed. You know, now, he start, He didn't start with what he's doing recently. He started with uh, targeting men. Yeah. Um, But still, like, it really made me realize, like, we needed this shit because I come from a household, I come from a mother who... She still to this day has her PhD and shit. I'm like, that ain't brought no money in the household. Like, I don't give a fuck about that bullshit. I don't care. Like, you gotta look at your fucking self. Look at what the fuck I done had to do. And I love my dad to death. And I thought about this shit. I shit you not. I love you, pops. But I still think, how the why the fuck? Why would you? Even, how did you let him fuck you? Like, I don't even get that shit because when it's yeah. like two different levels, it's two different levels to this shit. Like it is. It is. I had to basically teach my fucking self. Yeah. I, my, my dad ain't teach me a fucking thing. A fucking yeah. thing. This nigga walk, literally, I'll tell you right now the story. This nigga walk by me every fucking day. When I'm out, I used to throw the foot. This is why I, used to, why I ended up being so good at football. I'd be at the side of the house. My dad ain't even stay. He stayed the street up. He used to walk by me every day. And you know what I'll be doing outside? You about to see why I'm wild like I act. Throwing the football up, running and catching it. I used to throw the goddamn football to myself and this nigga would walk by me. Wow. End up being my fucking father every fucking day. So I'm man. thinking, man, like, there's no way in hell. Like, yeah, he, he got his problems too. Yeah, of course. But I'm thinking, right. how did you let this much? Like, you didn't see this shit? You didn't see this shit? You didn't see this shit? You, I mean, and he, she already knew he had kids. So I'm just saying, I'm just using my example. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this shit? Like, I mean, like, what the fuck? For real, think about it. So we got to take self-accountability from this shit. You got to take self-accountability for this shit. And it ain't just about pointing the finger at women, but the thing is, we never we never brought that up. Yeah. When you do, you get demonized. You get called a beta male. You got a little dick. You don't get no bitches. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you best believe that. I do yeah. fuck. And they know it. But at the end of the day, is the ones that saying that I'm not even around you. What the fuck you mean? I'm doing. I'm. I'm building my business. I'm doing what the fuck I got. I'm not. Yeah. I can see that shit quick. You come at me. Come off to me as a hood rat or as a couple baby. And if you're not giving them panties up like that, I gotta work for it. I'm off. Yeah. I'm off. <laughs> I'm off. So they're not even really interacting with like with, with real high value men that, that's really out here. They just want to know nothing as nothing as dudes, bro. Like we've been thinking, how about you, man? Is a nigga that that just get pussy? No, (laughs) any like any man can get that shit, man. Like for real, dude. Like yeah, Yeah. it ain't just about how many women you fuck. Because I I bet I guarantee you, them niggas, man. You know how many niggas has got three or four baby mamas that wish they was in my position? Mm. Do you really? I ain't got no baby mamas, and they, they, you know, they wish they was in my position. Yeah, and you know, but this is what they want. So if this is what they want, it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm, 
I just, I just wanted to bring that up though because this shit, I've been thinking about man, that shit hit a nerve, man. Because I was just thinking, man, this shit is so motherfucking true. Because I mean, I can see it on both ends. I can see like, I can see, I can see my dad's perspective and I can see my mother's perspective, and they both are fucking wrong. And they both, I mean, and and, and it, this is, it makes me angry because it put me in a situation where I gotta be twenty seven, stressing like the fuck I do. Yeah, you know what I mean. It ain't, it ain't just a man or woman thing, but I think the, the layer that we've been missing is nobody's actually addressed the women. Nobody's well, addressed the women, and that's, that's finally happening. Well, I wanted to ask you, like, because, um, yeah, I've watched some, uh, some of Kevin Samuel's content, and I think, yeah, like you said, I think it's important to have this, uh, this uh, discourse, you know, with women about this. Because we have to, it's about us changing, you know, and breaking this cycle this these these uh these patterns of of our our women you know just get, having kids with these dudes that ain't about shit you know what i mean and these dudes that actually got something going for themselves just saying you know fuck these hoes and shit like that and just leaving them to the wayside and it's like nah we got to build back the family you know bringing the family back together that's what's most important um, but I wanted to ask you about his approach because recently he's gotten into it with uh, Umar. Umar was saying how Kevin comes off as like abrasive towards black women and he's yelling at them, calling them out their names and stuff like that. And I just wanted to get your your take on that. That's horseshit because I've, I've had people tell me the same thing. I come off as being abrasive and I... That's horseshit. Because at the end of the day, it wouldn't come off as me being abrasive if it didn't strike a nerve. It don't come off as being abrasive to everybody. It might come off as being abrasive, as, but if it's not going to come off like that if it's not striking a nerve. See, this is the feminine. This is the. This is where I can agree with women. Where we are, we got a bunch of bitches, and this, and this society is is soft. Because okay, this is how I look at that situation. You got somebody. Now the thing with Kevin Samuels is, is not every time. Now it's, it's it's times where he cuts them off, and I think it's just rude. I do, but that's 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 here and there. That's yeah. here and there. That's not even like because if you really look at how he, if you look at how how the uh, how the zoom goes, if you really pay attention to it, he's asking questions. And as a man, I'm looking. All right, for one, it's his business. It's his right. business. It's his stream. It's his shit. You ain't got to call in. That's number one. Yeah. Just get that's, that, so no, no matter what he does, ne- in my mind, necessarily, like, n- unless it's breaking the law or certain morals, you, he can't be wrong because they're calling in. I'm not donating. I never will. I'm not. I'm not gonna call in. I don't need another. I don't need this nigga to tell me. No, I'm not doing that shit. They are. I'm. I'm working on myself. I spoke with a therapist myself. I'm. I, men, we. I agree with him. We do what we got to do, and we feel like we have a deficiency, and we have to work on that shit. The thing is, his delivery, I have no problem with his delivery, except I'm, I'm going to tell you why I don't have a problem with his delivery, because a lot of times they do come on there and he asks a simple question and they don't answer it. And they do the shit that's got them by forever, like or for, for recent history, just babbling on and going around the point or making it emotional. We speaking in logic. We speaking in logic. But see, this mindset and the world that we live in is basically taught. Women who a lot of these women come from households that have a mother and a father. They've taught them basically it's all about you. It ain't. It ain't all about you. And in fact, I feel like it's a man's world, period. I mean, 
it, it, uh, that we could, that's another, another another debate for another day. It's another debate for another day. But yeah. that's what I believe. I don't care if you disagree with that or not. It ain't about what other people agree or disagree with. Is how I look at it. It could be a brace or whatever. It doesn't matter. I did my research and I have my perspective. But yeah, and I think it's interesting that Umar, you know, comes out and says that when he does the same thing towards people that are. You know, not like him. He's a female, though. He, he, he like, comes he, off as abrasive, you know, to a lot of people. He speaks knowledge, yeah, but sometimes he babbles off, like you said, like a feminine energy. He, nothing but he, feminine he energy. Abrasive. And then Kevin Samuels comes back and says, you know, well, Umar talks all this stuff about being, you know, pan-African and stuff like this. Incorrect. He's, incorrect. he's got two kids by two different women, and he didn't marry neither one of them. But he's talking about bringing the black household together. But he's not preaching what he's speaking. He's not. He's not living what he's speaking. You know. So he's a he's a hypocrite at the end of the day for that. I kind of rambled too because I, I I was one. That's the point I want to get to. So first, to finish off with his delivery, there's nothing wrong with his delivery because it feel like it's a striker. True to you. Um, his delivery is, is true masculine. We haven't had this true masculine energy in a while. Here's the catcher, though, from a black man. That's what makes it harder because it's white men out here that's talking the same way he's talking that people, they love that shit. Rolo Tomasi, they out here doing the same shit. They're talking the same way he's talking, but people actually like that he, he's revered. So, actually, that's the one thing, you know, a lot of people, especially our own women who don't respect, I do I do believe generally they don't respect us um, because of how we've been taught, because of, it's, 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 it's a bigger thing behind it, but they don't respect us. It's not because they don't respect us because that's their nature. It is, it is, we are at war. It is other shit that's got something to do with that. You got the prison industrial complex that's pulling the man out the household. Um, it's other things that is why it's like that, but it is what it is. We gave, we basically, we, we've, we've given the opportunity for women to run the household and look how fucked up the shit is. You can't do it by yourself. And a man can't do it by himself either. You need both. Um, so his delivery, I have no problem with it because at the end of the day, a lot of people that have problem with it, they're filled with feminine energy. They're filled with a lot of feminine energy. I mean, like they're filled with how they feel and emotions. And it's not about that when you want to actually change a problem. And he, yeah. Um, and Umar was saying how, you know, he's abrasive towards black women and sh- he was shaming black women for supporting it. But at the end of the day, if you listen to Kevin Samuels, what does he want? He wants black women to have fine men, you know, these these men. He wants He wants the black family to come together at the end of the day. If you listen to a lot of what he's talking about, you know, he supports that. It's not like he's telling people to run off and, you know, leave these black women behind and shit, find you, you know, uh, you know, a Becky or something like that. Nah, he... Not just that. It ain't like he just making videos either. He's His shit, his content is coming from people calling in. Yeah. That's another thing. And people, it's all people, it's it's not just black people that call in. I mean, people all, you know... Ethnicity and he, he didn't want he didn't want women the same way. Like he, I mean, like so, and like this. That, that's a that's a. I know you didn't create the argument, but I know I've heard this argument from other people that really believe it. That's a moot because it's like, do you? Why would you? Do you want them? Why wouldn't you want somebody to make you self accountable as a black woman to, to bring your problems to the to the forefront as a man? I want somebody to tell me I ain't doing shit right. Uh, somebody that looked like me, 
You know what I mean? That's why the Umar shit, man. Like, see that that's the problem. When we when we, when we ready, to, I think ready to make a transition. It's always this bullshit that get put into place. And like, of course, they're gonna believe Umar because Umar is basically allowing them to perpetuate the same behavior that they've been doing. Like, he's a bitch himself. Come on, like, he, I mean, you know, I, I used to really route Umar, but once I figured out who the fuck he was for what he was, why would I do that? I mean, he's, he's no leader to me. He ain't done nothing more than I done. But stole mother get donations, donations, donations. <laughs> make yeah. it twenty five, make it fifty next time. Donations. You wear two hundred dollars right? He's been working out here with this nigga, man. He's had like what two schools in in the making for like ten years now, and still hasn't done anything with the schools. And people don't understand he's hustling. He's hustling these people to get these schools built so he can live off that money. Like he was living in his car at one time. Come on, dog. This nigga ain't no leader. This nigga ain't none of my leader. He ain't none of my leader. And I'm 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 sure I got more money than that nigga. He ain't none of my leader. I mean, he 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 don't he don't preach nothing but feminine energy, dog. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, first off, now go ahead, go ahead. I think the last thing I want to say is um. So that's why people, that's why especially uh, single mothers will will relate with Umar because he they 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 look at him like this. He, he basically Umar is talking to these women like how their friends are talking to each other. He is one of them basically, so they're going to agree with that. They're going to agree with that and disagree with somebody that's coming with more of the masculine. A lot of them didn't have real masculine figures in their in their homes too. Well, no, a lot of them did. I take that back. That's a lot. A lot of them came from both my my mama came from a uh, nuclear family. Most of my most of people that's Gen X that's above me, they came from nuclear families. Millennials, most even millennials, like a lot of millennials that I know, women, they came from nuclear families. I didn't, I, I kind of came from one. I kind of came from one. I did because I had my grandpa there. And I'm not gonna say I, I wasn't raised right, but it ain't quite like I mean, if you got it ain't like having your dad there. It ain't like having your dad there. I, that, yeah. that, that's different. Um, so I don't think the delivery's wrong. I think, you know, this it's just striking a nerve. And of course, you know, Umar's a fraud. He I even saw the Breakfast Club interview and like people were talking about his Breakfast Club interview that he did, I think last week. Yeah, I and saw like it. I saw they it. were saying, like, oh, I'm glad he's speaking on Biden. But who the fuck ain't been speaking on these motherfuckers? Oh, he just not telling you Biden ain't the real deal after you got him in office? With Charlemagne? With Charlemagne? 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 Charlamagne or some shit. Charlamagne, what the fuck that nigga? With these motherfuckers from up here, they got him in office. Oh, so now you can't get him out the fucking office. You, it's a problem. That's the same. They always do this though. Every time, bro. Every that election, bro. Is for it's for people that that entertainment ain't for me, man. I like, say, I will say nice. this though. I think you know. I think I watched that interview with Umar. I think he did speak a lot of real points and stuff in that interview. But he's not saying anything that we don't already know. It's you rhetoric, know I man. It's know? rhetoric. He didn't so. speak. It's rhetoric. It's big words. It's re- rhetoric and big words. And, and he puts no, on a dashiki. No he puts like, on a dashiki, and he's he's a you know one step above everybody. They think just because somebody they think just because somebody can speak proper and and speak with a certain passion that it means he's a leader. He's not a fucking leader. Like I mean, I don't get it. Like. It's nothing that motherfucker can say that I'm going to believe. I'm not going to give him a fucking dollar of my money. Like, I know who he is. Who the fuck? True alpha males know who he is. And they get it. And yeah. like, it is, oh, it's Umar Boom. He's been, 
he's been exposed so many times. I mean, he's a meme at this point. He exactly. really is, though. Like, so. I mean, at this point, we should be learning about all kinds of shit, man. Through one of his, through, he should have about four or five screws popped up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you won't say, that, oh, it's the white man. I was seeing somebody that I, I right before we got on, I was actually on a, in a YouTube argument on one of the videos that was talking about Umar versus uh, Kevin Samuels. And they would say, well, if, if black men donated, black men ain't. I'm, like, I'm not donating to that fuck shit. Because all he's trying to do is have more baby problems. That's it. That's it. All these baby niggas, all they want is the fuck these hood rats. I'm not about that bullshit. I'm not going to create no school just because I want black women got, to love me. He was, talking, I to do it. he was talking about on Breakfast Club. He's like, you know, well, we got the, the school. We just need the additional, you know, the funding. We just need the funding. We can have the school We're up in two weeks. That's what he was saying. I was like, bro, then you already have okay. like a, mi- a million dollars. Hotel. Like put from forty schools, and you telling me you can't get, you don't have the funding, my dude. But you got your donations, though. Okay. And the, and the big thing is this: this is this is what this is what I was trying to point out because okay, I think Umar actually came out and said something about Kevin Samuels, and he didn't have any credentials and, st- and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I wanted to, I, I, I put out the hypocrisy behind this. I'm like, okay. One, we remember when first, okay, we remember when Umar first came out. I don't think, I think they probably, I think they created his degree and shit. Cause you remember when he first came out, you could not find none of that nigga's credentials. None. Yeah, yeah he got exposed. Yeah. It took him, it took them years, and all of a sudden he got credentials. Nigga, if you you either graduated with you either you either certified, I can I can show you my shit right now, I can show you my nursing license, all that shit right now. When you, you say hold or not. when you say they who Who's they? Uh, that I, I found an article that from the uh, Philadelphia School of Osteopathic Medicine. Uh, yeah, okay. so you, you say they who uh, who came out and um, gave him his credentials. Yeah. Um. I actually I googled it. I was like, because I remember when he first came out, I was like, man, they was talking about he wasn't no real educator and and wasn't no real doctor and shit. And yeah. I was like, I remember they kept saying that he never brought credentials, and I stopped following him after that. But then I realized, oh. He is a real doctor. I'm like, well, how's he? Re- how either you're a doctor or you're not. Yeah. Either you got the credentials or what? So where did? So I think that shit was even probably created. That shit was probably created because he he's he's a uh, he's a he, he's a, a agent of division. He's an agent. You've been you heard me first. You heard me call out Young Pharaoh before anybody else. You heard me call out Umar before anybody else. And I do believe Kevin Samuels might be one as well. But that's not the point. As, as an intelligent individual, I understand they all have good points and they bring good points. It's what do you want to yeah. want to chew out? Do you want to chew the meat and spout the bones? But anyway, before I continue to ramble, I found it ironic that Umar brought up credentials, right? About yeah. Kevin Samuels, which I feel like personally, Kevin Samuels, you can see the results a little bit. Well, I'm not gonna say you, I, you can't see that. I don't know about the results, but it seen it it, it. it actually it's something I feel like we do need. Um, but I thought it ironic he's using credentials against Kevin Samuels when he's actually, I mean, the proof is that he is successful when he, he when it comes to doing what he does. Yet, didn't he go to a white school and get his credentialized by a white man for him to be able to say he wants to build a school to what? Create the same curriculum that the white man taught him to teach your kids? Come on, bro. You can't use it both ways. So I'm saying, why, why, why do why do the, the Prince matter? of Pan Africanism? 
Why do the credentials matter when you're talking about Kevin Samuels, but we can't point pinpoint Marcus Gar Marcus Garvey's and uh Marcus Garvey's uh, Marcus Gar Garvey's offspring. Yeah. What are you and who's an agent too? I don't fuck with Marcus Garvey either. That nigga's not even from America. He's from motherfucking Africa, dude. They paid that motherfucker. Come on. Any you, you know you're the Indian. We know that the, the 1964 Bill of Rights is actually called the Indian Bill of Rights. That's what the original name of it was. You know that. They <laughs> rock landing on us, Malcolm X. You know Mel K knew he, he was leading his people into a burning building. Bruh, I'm, just, well, I'm, la I'm laughing I'm thinking about that picture Umar posted where he, speaking of MLK, he pretty much compared himself to MLK. Like he had a... <laughs> He had a girl kiss him on the cheek just like MLK did. And he put the picture of MLK up beside him. Like, MLK was getting a kiss on the cheek and he was getting the same kiss on the cheek. I'm like, bruh, is this dude serious, bruh? Like, he is serious. He's egotistical. He got he has an ego problem. And a true leader can't be a leader when he got an ego problem. Man. Period. This is that, somebody that followed. I followed Umar Heavy until I followed him up until... When them, when them credential, when that credential shit, no, it wasn't even the credentials, because I realized this, it ain't necessarily about that shit, really. What really made me was when they didn't, he didn't have the school built. He was taking the donations. And then when you showed me that, uh, <laughs> Donation. Live, when he was saying donate, when he was like counting his money and shit, <laughs> why the fuck is it? That's not your money. That's other people's money for you to do something for everybody. You, you nigga holding up money. red lobster gift cards and shit. <laughs> Bragging about the cash because he knows. Nigga, we know you was. We know he was homeless, bro. Like it's so obvious he was homeless. Like, you no, know, he, he just scammed these motherfuckers. But they're gonna sit up here and fight and argue with people there, and then believe that shit. We're gonna be in the same shit, space, bro. That's crazy, man. He's just. I mean, at this point though, he's not taking serious. I mean, he could speak some real shit here and there, but he's more of a meme than anything at this point. He acknowledged it in the Breakfast Club interview that yeah. They asked him, how does he feel about, you know, the memes and shit? And it's like, it's honestly helped to make him even bigger than what he is. You know, mm -hmm. so it is what it is, man. We'll, we have, we'll just continue to have people like him uh, in the culture. And you can either take it or leave it for what it is, you know, what he's saying. Take everything he says with a grain of salt, you know. I was going to say, though, I wanted to go back to something you mentioned. I think it's important, um. Uh, you was talking about how women, you can kind of relate to how women look at this generation. And they'll be like, these dudes are bitches and beta males and stuff like that, which I agree to an extent. But I'm like, why do y'all praise these dudes that are simps? Y'all praising it. I, I know. I know you probably have something. Y'all praise niggas like Derek Jackson, who is a fucking hypocrite, right? Cause he just got caught cheating on his wife and this nigga did a whole apology video and everything. You got people like this dude named Justin LaBoy. He's on a uh, revolt TV. He interviews uh, celebrities and shit. And he has women up there like Sweetie. Sweetie was up there talking crazy, reckless, talking mm -hmm. about somehow she would have a threesome, but she would let Quavo, her nigga pick the other nigga to have the threesome with. And then you see the video of them in the elevator fighting over a Call of Duty game box. I mean, well, but, but, and then, but hold on, hold on, one more, one more. Then you get City Girls coming up there, and JT said Uzi was simping for her. Like before he even they started dating, she said Uzi gave her thirty thousand when she was at the halfway house. But but you 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 want to sit here and call niggas beta males and bitches, but then you go over and you praise shit like this. I don't get it. Who, but did, did you? 
Is Uzi a high-value male? Just because he fuck bitches and make music? This is what I'm talking about. Like, is he a high-value male? Just because, I mean, like, okay, so just because bitches want you, you 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 get bitches, you make money, that does not make you a high-value male, man. It don't. It don't. That, that proved it. Who the fuck, who, what real man is going to give a, a, a motherfucking hoe $30,000 like that, dude? That's some simp shit. That's crazy, man. You know what I mean? That's like, crazy, that's what, like I we all got the game fucked up. Like, we don't, one, I think the problem is we don't have a true definition of what a high value male is. And if you do, everybody's definition is different. But I go by the proof. You could be a high value male if you understand how I mean with the essence of being a male, being firm in what you believe in. Getting up every day and motherfucking grinding, living life without focusing on women, and I'm not saying living life not wanting women. I'm just saying you living a, every day. You wake up, you trying to save the world, including the women. That's a true alpha male, not a nigga that that motherfucking do lean and shit, man. Like that that just make music and got money. That don't matter. That I mean, a nigga that uh, goes on Twitter. And shouts out all his baby mamas on uh, Mother's Day instead of calling them. I mean, come on, that. man! Like that ain't no shout, shout, shout out the future. Problem, shout, shout out the future for that. And by the way, too, but what I was what I was gonna say about Sweetie or whatever. What you besides the fact the threesome and them fucking your shit that sound like you having a relationship with your homeboy. That sound like you had a, you in a relationship with your homeboy, dude. That's the problem. We dating these, these like it's like it's like you you with your homeboy. It's like you it ain't no roles no more. Everybody think they can do the same fucking thing. It ain't no roles. That's the well, problem. Well, I mean, that comes with, you know, the genderless, you know, clothing and people, you know, wearing nail polish and shit. You know what I, I mean? Do. Like with me, I look, I in terms of fashion, you never will catch me in like, you know, like a dress or something like that. But I like clothes with floral patterns on them and shit like that. I'll wear pink I do you too. Know, here, here and there. I'll wear that. But it gets to a point to where there has there has to be a line to be, in my opinion, there has to be a line because you. If we don't have that line, in the future, people are not going to know who's who. Who's that? that a man? Go to that Atlanta. a man or a woman? Well, yeah, you go to Atlanta. Yeah, there's plenty of he she's down there. You know what I mean? But that's how you want to get down. That's how you want to get down. But at the end of the day, there's got to be a line. That, to where, okay, we know this is this, but this ain't this. You know, people trying to switch it up like, well, that's technically, they're technically women, but they're not, but they say they are. So society is forcing us to say PC wise that they are, or you'll get canceled. And it's just, it, it, it's a huge uh, debacle that takes place behind things like that. Or, yeah, we need that bathroom where everybody can go to the same bathroom. And I'm just like, I don't agree with that, you know? But then again, it's like, where is that line? Because in terms of men and women, you want you want a dude to be on his shit, on his real alpha male shit, high value. But at the same time, you want a nigga that caters to you and does shit for you. They want everything. It's like, you want everything. It's like, you can't make your mind up. It's like, what do you truly want? Do you want a Derek Jackson or do you want an AMS? Or do you want a little of both somewhere in the middle? Because it's like, I don't get it. It's like, I, I feel like simps are being more praised than alpha males nowadays. Yeah. But then women want to complain and say, where are the real men at? I mean, because the thing about being a real alpha male, like this is this is this goes back to it too. The number one thing I think that shows a true alpha male is big discipline. 
Period. If you can, is it's, it's your dick discipline? If you can literally push away pushy, pussy because you don't want it, that's 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 a, that's a, a trait of a true alpha male. Dick discipline. Period. Having discipline over everything, including your sex life. Sex life. Yeah. That's what like it, it's just it's the definitions that we that we that that aren't clear. And you know, at the end of the day, we we've created a society where we've given women everything, including we and we can't really tell them the truth. And this is this is a product. I'm not gonna say a product of us. It's a product of I guess previous generations. It's coming to a T now. We've told, and I thought about this too. Why would we? Why would we calling our women queens? And why we start calling ourselves kings? We ain't done shit. That's the problem. We the ones that's getting beat on the fucking most. And it's like the way we try to cope with getting beat down is that we try to get up here and get in our ego. Well, we need to get out our ego and we need, we need to address the issues that we need to work on. We're not kings and we queens. Gotta, we got to come together. We got to meet at outposts. We got to have meetings. We got to have real in life, real in-person meetings and talk about these things. You know, that's a form of therapy that we should have as a community, you know, to, to talk about these situations and these you know, because it's like we're it's like we it's like we're lost as a people, like as a whole, we're lost. Well, man. You go on social media, man, it's just so many different opinions about situations. It's just it's confusing to me is like to where when they'll say we're not a monolith, which is true, but we're not even a community at this point. Like where where is our code? We don't even have a code. Every other ethnicity, race, whatever has a code. Where's our code? We don't have one. It's like we don't know our, a lot of us don't know our true identities, so we just assimilate. But we didn't whatever. have one. We don't, we don't, we did have one, my bad. We did. Because I'm going to be honest, man, like think about like our parents, like think about like your parents. And your parents is a little bit older than mine. Your parents is probably in between my parents and my grandparents. You're, I think your parents is a perfect example. Like I, when they were like young, our age, probably getting in their 30s and 40s, them, they had a code. I remember even when I was growing up, you ain't gonna be outside when, when the street lights is, is on. You um, you know, if if you go if, if some if your neighbor or somebody see you in danger or some shit, they gonna they gonna you know do what they gotta it's like a, it was a true community. Yeah. But those were our parents and like grandparents and shit. It was a true community, man. Like even when we grew up, even in the 80s, even even in the 70s, they had a true, like they had a community standard. Even with all the shit that they was going, we don't have none of that shit now. It's, man. And it's like Social media, man, it's just destroying. It's just, it. Yeah, it's destroying us, man. Like, or has destroyed us because it's like you just see all day people live for just having likes and retweets. Being it can be any and everything. Something about something serious that happened. Somebody tweets under it. Um, somebody, some, somebody tweets under it. Like, well, damn, you, you just uh, damn. I forgot. It, they they'll tweet a meme or something like that. They'll tweet a meme right under something that's supposed to be serious just to get a bunch of likes and retweets. And I just don't, I just don't get it, man. Like I, even me, I mean, I myself, I played into it too, because sometimes I just like to laugh at, you know, just post stupid shit and just laugh about certain things. And they'll, but even when it's time to be serious, they'll be like, you got ratioed. Or something like that, some stupid shit like that, or 
it's like nobody takes nothing serious any anymore. Or if it or it's something to where they'll take it seriously if it's something to do with an agenda. You know, that that's being pushed to the mainstream. They're like, oh, you can't talk about this person such as no, 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 we're not gonna nah, this is touchy, whatever. But if you talk about some shit that's affecting us, ah oh, man, why is everything gotta be about race? You know, I always try to flip it back to that or or if a, like somebody like a uh, like a YouTuber like Aiden Ross or something like that, a streamer, that dude I was showing you his videos. He cool. Like, he, it's obvious he done sold his soul easily. You know why? And there's a video where he was addressing it, saying he ain't sell his soul or whatever. I'm like, you did because you you're performing a ritual every time you get on stream. You pretend that you're gay in front of hundreds of thousands of people. To get attention, and now you you have a new rapper every time you go live. Is a new rapper on your live stream. You're promoting their shit. You're just one. Of, you're one of them now. Like you are what you are, you are who you hang around with. You're mm-hmm. one of them. Talking about it, collabing with Travis Scott and now and shit. And we know Travis Scott. He whores himself out to every brand possible. Like it, it's crazy to me, man. Like and people look up to these dudes and everything's a joke, and now they they oh. He making all these gay jokes and shit, and, and people are like, well, nah, man, that shit's gay or whatever. They're like, oh, you're homophobic. Nah, some people just don't get down like that. But you say something about it, oh, you're not with, no, 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 that's offensive, bro. Like, you, you can't say that. You got to get down with it or you're labeled, you're labeled a homophobe or racist or some shit. I'm just like, bro, this shit is so, it's so backwards, man. The society we're in, it's like, what that's part of the reason we don't have a community is because people just assimilate into this culture into into that shit to the yeah. internet culture just doing dumb shit or saying weird shit and not aligning with their their people. So, and then yeah, man, it's just that sim shit, dude. I just don't, I don't get it, man. Like, I, I mean, you know, I, I look at, I, and then I see people like academics, like he'll be condemning simps and shit. When this nigga's like the biggest simp of them all, bro. Like, if you look at his history of the women he's dealt with, I'm like, bro, you are the biggest joke, like, ever. Like, I don't get it. I don't care how much money you ever have, you ever get. That don't, we know who the true, who you really truly are at the end of the day. It doesn't, I don't give a fuck how much money you got. Like, I ain't, you sit around and say, ah, these niggas are simps and simps. I'm like, bro, the amount of bitches you got caught with, the amount of shit you bought for these hoes and shit, I'm like, bro, like, it's all out there, bro. Like, this shit, it's, it don't make sense to me, man. It do, it just doesn't make sense to me. All these dudes just be online. I know you see it, man. Like, these dudes just be over, like, uh, Ash Cash and shit. Like, I don't know if you ever looked her up when I told you about her popular influencer, whatever. Every comment under her shit, she's supposed to be dead, right? Like she had remembering on her Instagram. So, but but apparently somebody hacked her Instagram she, and put so that. Passed? No, no, no. Apparently they saying she's clout chasing by doing that. But then somebody said that somebody hacked her her Instagram and put that up there, making it look like she died. Nigga, and the dudes in the comments like, damn, where's she gonna be buried at? Like, like they about to dig her up and shit. I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck? What? How did we get here, bro? Like, why? Why? Like, why are these dudes? Like, why are y'all like this, bro? Y'all see these girls? Like, ah, uh, damn, my face is her toilet now and shit. Like, I just don't, I don't get it, bro. 
Don't, and, then, don't and, then y'all want, and, then, and then these niggas supposedly want relationships and want to have a girlfriend and y'all up here talking like this? Like, y'all going this hard? It's not even simping at this level. This shit is sick. That's the you feminine know? energy. That's the that's the feminine energy right there. Because, like, even back to what you were saying, like, like a true alpha male ain't going to do certain things, man. Period. They just ain't going. I don't care if they got money. Like it doesn't. Money doesn't define you as an alpha male. We we heard it before. Look at Drake. You you are who you are. Even when you get the money, it just maximizes. Yeah. To be an alpha male, you got to learn that shit through experience, through working on yourself. Like you are who you are. When you when you get money, if you are a bitch before, you gonna be a hell. You gonna you gonna be a you gonna smell like fish. That's it. Yeah. Period. Unless you unless you address yourself inside issues, you're gonna be the same person, but worse. I just look at you're a beta male before, and you get money, you're gonna be the super beta. Another example, like I showed you uh, that flight video, flight reacts to his girl, and he was talking all tough and shit afterwards. Like, nah, I'm too bossed up. I'm a king out here. I ain't about to settle down with no bitch or whatever. A week later, right back with her. All hugged up, kissing. I love you, baby. All this other shit on camera. And he look all uncomfortable on camera and shit. I'm looking at the video, laughing, smile. I'm like nigga, I'm like, that's, bro, this nigga. That's not right there, though. That's sad. I, I'm like, bro, like, what? You over I, I, here, You just was talking about somehow. Nah, you too bossed up and shit to be fucking with these. I'm like, bro, you one of the most popping YouTube nigga, and you black, like, and you you selling for this, like, no disrespect, you know, his girl and shit. But I'm like, bro, like. You getting all this money now? Why are you settling down right now? And this chick clearly doesn't respect you at the end of the day, but you in love with her and you going all the, nah, you don't give a fuck when nobody call says you a simp, all this other shit. I'm like, bro, it's like, where's the self-respect at the end of the day? But if that's what makes you happy, man, hey, man, to each his own, you know? That's, that's what I'm going to say. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this. I think that whole situation was just a YouTube thing. Like, I, I think that was just clout chasing from the beginning. Um, yeah. I don't think that that even really happened. I think they were just trying to, because you got to think that he got so many viewers, like they got money on the line, man. Like, you know how much money he probably made off of that whole scenario? Like, you know what I mean? He could have, he could have made probably like five videos off. Like it's, it, it's, it's, it's content creation. So yeah, I thought that was some bullshit from the start, but even, even then it's like, like he's, more than likely, still a simp. I mean, more than likely. I mean, I don't even watch his videos. I don't. I don't. I used. To, I followed him briefly. I don't. No, I don't think I, I ain't never followed Flight. I just seen. I would see like you know his shit pop up here and there. I never followed him though. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. He was probably, you know, I don't want to judge his character. I don't know his character, man. Like I, I look at it like this, like you know, if he happy, if if this truly, if he's truly happy, this how I look at it. All right, cool. But the situation to me, this is like they was clout chasing from the beginning, which ain't nothing wrong with that. Make your money. People believe it and they consume it. Keep making the content. But, but after that, if that was real, I mean, you can't call yourself no alpha male or some shit after that. After that shit, like yeah. I mean, call it for what it is. You are who you are at the end of the day. What you you took the red pill, blue pill, or what? Oh nah, you probably took the purple pill. Yep, he knows what's going on, but he's going to keep continue to be a, be a beta and simp. I mean, but my my thing is, how do we get past this this uh this era that we're in? Where how does this end? How does this end where these these simps are just just so 
thirsty over these chicks online and saying the craziest shit and just giving them all this money on OnlyFans and praising women and love being disrespected, love being walked all over. And then women come out and say, where's the real man at? But then they get with a real man and can't handle it and and say, nah, this isn't what we talked, what we wanted. And oh, I mean, how do we get, I mean, how do we move past this, man? How do we find some resolution? It's simple. Um, I ain't no make time motherfucker either. But it's simple. Like, as the true alpha male, like, this goes back to why I brought up big discipline because a part of being an alpha male is being disciplined on all T's and all any. You should be able to be a, be a man and to be able to go five years without having sex. If you choose 10 years without having sex, if you choose. Yeah. So I think what's, what's going to happen is all one people throw the word alpha out there too much uh, as men we do. Um, but if you understand that energy, if you if you supporting something, if you on your purpose, you know, if you on your purpose or not, you know, like I where I'm at now in 2021 compared to where I was at. And like, I guess when I re- first became a nurse. First got a little bit of money. Now I'm like, oh, hey, I got a nice-ass condo. What you think I was doing? I wasn't doing it. It was girls coming in and out, 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 nonstop. But they ain't do nothing. It, it, it actually hurt me because shit, back then, if I wouldn't have these hoes coming in and out, which they was hoes, I would put. I probably would have invested some Bitcoin back then. I probably would have, I would you know, I, I, my mom would have been on other stuff while I would still be able to have sex more than likely with higher value women. But as I aged or whatever, I realized it's all about discipline, man. Like, and you know, what's made me really think about this shit lately is keep doing what you do. I'm going to keep standing on my purpose because I mean, I even, I think Kevin Samuels is proving that when you have an absence of masculine energy, you have no choice but to respect it once it reemerges. So what's going to happen is, and what is happening is you do have a lot of, I mean, you have a lot of simps, but my belief is it ain't that it ain't no more simps now than it was in 1970. And in fact, I think it's, I think it's probably more alpha males now than it was back then. But what separates the alpha male than any anybody else is the dick discipline. I can sit up here and I can sit up here and go to work, do what I gotta do. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit up here and, and settle for no hood right no more, man. Like I'm not like for what. When I can fuck around and, and, and nut in them and gotta pay child support and it knock me off my purpose, I'm not gonna I'm not doing it. I'm gonna keep doing what I do. And as each day goes on, as I continue to develop more and more as a man, um, I realize that it's gonna reach a point, and I've said this before, even before all this popped off. I said it's gonna reach a point where, you know, women basically are just gonna be crawling at your door. Like you're not like you're gonna have to basically just push them away. And it's because you can't have the absence of masculine energy in any society. And we've had an absence of it. So I think what you got to keep doing is just keep being on your purpose, having your discipline, and it will it will go the way it's supposed to go, period. Because I women, agree. see, women need men more than we need women, period. I agree with period. that. Period. Period. I agree period. With that. And they got a biological clock. They try to, me, they try to de- deny that. They but. do. I personally have people in my family, men, that's still having kids and they sit that had kids in their sixties and seventies. So like it is what it is. Like we have that luxury. We actually better, we we better, we get better with age. Yeah. We, uh, we get right now, we get better with age. It's if you're doing what you gotta do. 
If you're doing what you got to do, you're going to get better with age. And I, I told my pops, <laughs> this is my goal. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm probably going to make you laugh with this shit. This is my goal. I want to be that nigga at 70 having kids. Hey, man. <laughs> not, not saying, no, I'm not saying I'm going to have kids. I just want to have, you know, I want to still have that ability. You know what I mean? I still, oh, okay. Okay. I'm yeah, not, saying, saying. That's, I'm not going to be hypocritical because with me saying that, you know what I mean? That's I'm not going to say I'm going to do it. I just want to have the ability to do it. Because right, right. I view that as if I have the ability to still have my seed at that age, I took care of myself. I put the alcohol down. I put the weed down at some point. Uh, I develop ultra dick discipline because women can suck your, your, your life force away from you. I believe that if you let them, some of them can. If you just have, out here having, I mean, if you're uh, having casual I, sex, if you're just having casual sex as a man, the negative aspect that they can, can take the life force away, dude. I can attest to that. I they can, can do it. Yeah, I'm not, this ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm talking about the men. I'm talking about what we fucking up on. If you out here just having casual sex, yeah. that that shit sucks your life force away. That shit, that shit kills you basically. So. That's why I say my goal is I want to be the be the man at seventy that can still have kids. I'm not gonna have. I'm that's not my goal is to have kids then. But I'm saying like physically, if I can do that, to me, if I see a man, he's still out here able to man. walk walk normal in the age. He can still out here. He still got a little stroke and shit. That motherfucker took care of himself. That's the alpha male. Cause see, the alpha the alpha definition is it's different for each age range. Age range. It is. Yeah, but it's still kind of similar. Like, and it, it ain't necessarily about how many women you can have sex with, but it's about one being able to do it, but two having your discipline. You can do it, but you choose not to. Yeah, all about discipline as a man. Yeah, I feel that. And women, women respect that. You know, women respect that dudes that don't just fuck any and everything moving, but they know they have that ability to. They have those choices. You know. Yep. Um. I, I was going to say, too, man, how you were saying women come knocking down your doors and shit. Yeah, I definitely feel that coming, if I, especially if I keep posting what how good I'm doing in crypto. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Eventually, they'll catch on to that shit. Like, damn, these niggas really balling off crypto and shit. Like, hey, man. I, mean, I, I get it at work, man. I get, hey, I get man. Like- I just, hey, man, I'm doing my thing. I ain't posting how much I made. I, I just show you how much, how good I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like, you see the green ticker, so you know what time it is, but... It's crazy, because I, like, uh, I walk into work, and I know, like, I, I got more money than a lot, a lot of these doctors because of debt, and, like, you can see it. Like, I'll be I'll be sitting there chilling, and you had the doctors... Like, I mean, it's so funny. You have doctors where... Because, see, when, you, when you're a male nurse and you're just normal, it's, it's one of the worst jobs ever. It is, because you work with nothing but women, but you got to think, women, they they you, you like you on their level. So, like, you ain't getting no pussy. You're not getting, you're not really getting any pussy. They, 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 they think you one of the girls, but you got to let, they, they you got to shut, you got to shut that shit down real quick. Like, I'm a man. Like, you got to, yeah, you got to check. I'm not no gay, I'm not no gay nurse. Like, fuck that. I ain't but no gay nurse. The difference is, like... So now, like, it's weird because, like, like I said, I made most of my games when I was on my break and shit. And it's so weird because the last couple months, you got to like, I was the only one at work talking about the crypto and shit. No doubt, nobody was talking about this bullshit. I was talking about this shit back in motherfucking February and shit last year. Yeah. Talking about copper and metals in 26, 2018. Like, I've been talking about this shit. And they, you know, they ain't, they ain't trying to listen to that shit or whatever. But what happened was, like, and I, like last summer, you know, it started getting real with the, with the Rona and shit. And I realized, man, I can't be up in this shit. So, of course, I'd be pissed off at work saying, I'm about to leave. I'm about to quit. Yada, yada, yada. I have been saying that shit from October through, like, January. 
Then when yeah. February come around and the shit pop off the way it popped off, I go, I, 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 I'm gone like that. They sending me friend requests, sending me messages on on messages <laughs> and shit. They sending me, I mean, I'm talking about it was some guys, but mostly girls and shit. They sending me, you know, I'm, and I'm thinking, I, even at work, I can feel it, but like it, it's just like I don't want none of them. Like I'm, I'm focused on what what's about to come up. I'm focused on my mama being able to eat, my brothers being That's able to. Eat. That's what I, I ain't focused they, on these women that ain't giving me. I ain't focused on that. Like they, it is, they see you as a meal ticket now. It is what it is. Like, and then yeah. they be seeing like they'll see like the doctors. The, the kicker is like they'll see these doctors come up to me talking to me and shit. They finally see how they communicate with me. Like they communicate with me like I'm on the same level as them. So they feel that shit. So they like oh, you, oh, you would dude. you would talk to the doctors about this stuff too? Yeah, man. I got a doctor, uh, one of my close friends. I put him on on buying a ledger. I put oh, him on wow. he bought a ledger and I told him to buy a whole bunch of Ethereum and shit. And he uh he was a doctor from Nigeria. And um Man, that's my dude, man. Cause it, wow. it's weird. It's weird, man. Because I work, I work with a doctor. I work with doctors with a doctor from Kenya, and this is how disrespectful he is. The first day I worked there, he wouldn't even shake my hand. But wow. he's on my land, though. He still won't shake. He, he's on my <laughs> land, though. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. He 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 know he, he just don't like me. He knows what's going on. I'm young, and I'm just on him on his level too. He, he can eat that shit. Yeah. But it's another dude. Okay. It's a, it's two. Kenyan nurses or whatever, but one of them actually, I think, actually knows a doctor, and they be communicating and shit, doing all that, all that bitch talking shit. But it's so funny because you can see like that's they're they're East African, but the, the one that relates with me was a Nigerian. And you hear a lot of Af- people that come from Africa. They say a lot of you know Amer- uh, black Americans if they could pick, put us in a tribe. And I had another um, African woman that I worked with that told me this before when I first started working. She said, I, "If I had to point you to for whatever tribe you came from." In Africa, I would tell you Nigeria. And I took that as a compliment, honestly, because, I mean, you know, it, it is some type of relationship there. Like, if you get love from Africans, a lot of times it's going to be from, like, people from Nigeria, from yeah, West know, Africa. Yeah, a lot of, honestly, in college. Yeah. A lot, of, the Af- a lot of Africans I knew were from Nigeria. West Africans. So, West yeah. Africans is weird yeah. because, okay, how it works on that continent is East Africans look at West Africans like they savages, dude. Like, they don't like each other. So... Yeah. I think that, I think Nigerians they get stigmatized on their own continent and they can relate with us over here. So and I can give you perspective because one of the Kenyan nurses um, was trying to come up to the Nigerian doctor and talk about like literally I I had a I had a uh, I had a black uh, quote unquote black woman that I worked with that told me this because you know I I you know I try to tap into my uh, Native American or whatever you indigenous roots or whatever and she did the same thing. But she told me this shit. This is how serious I am about this shit. I was off and I came back and she told me, yeah, I had overheard a conversation about them talking about how African-Americans was had all these com- comorbidities and how we were so sick and how they were so different and yada, yada, yada. And she had told me that. But she had, I think one of them did the same thing with the Nigerian daughter. He checked them because his wife is African, is an African-American. And, he, and, you know, it's different perspectives on how they look at shit. It's di- for e- even there, it's different perspectives on how they look at us. And he checked that nigga. Like, he checked his ass. And after that, he fucked with me. He he, he would come and find me and come and sit there, sit with me. And we would be sitting there talking for hours. When he done probably done did, he done work for about two days in a row type shit. He'll come and find me. Wow. He's about to go take it and, and see what I'm thinking about and shit. That's interesting. Yeah. Respect. And I respect him. I mean, that's all it takes is respect. I mean, respect, man. You got respect. Respect, respect is earned, not given. That's respect. I'm not sitting up here. I guess respect, man. Like, it's like yeah, the fr- like you said, the first day 
He didn't want to, that dude didn't want to shake your hand and shit. It's he like, sealed his right. fate. He sealed his fate because I mean, all you look at. I said, all right, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Like, okay, you, you, he might look at himself as being. I ain't, kiss, I ain't about to kiss your ass. Like, right. look, look at it like this. He might he might look at look at himself as being royal and being higher than me, but obviously he don't because he on my land and he working through through my motherfucking country and my state. He's working through my state where I can tell you at one point my family owned a whole county of Ga- damn a whole county of Gaston County. I, can, I mean, he, he's on my land. I'm not in Kenya. No, I'm not doing that. Getting tax breaks over there. Hey man, I mean, know what I mean. It ain't about them. It ain't about them. I, and they know it. and I know it. That's why I didn't. I didn't. I, of course, I got offended, but I didn't take it as oh, oh he wanted them. I saw. I got it. So yeah, he said, I, know, he I, I know you. <laughs> I can only imagine seeing that you probably in your head like I know this motherfucker ain't trying to act like he better than me, but you just yeah. real, you just play it off like oh okay. I said he did. I said hi. Right. I didn't say hi. Right. I said hi, <laughs> right, bro. All right, cool. I ain't even say hi. Right. I said all right. Seal this fate. Seal this fate. So yeah, I mean it's just about respect, man. It's, 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 it is interesting, but you know shit can change even within your own. And I will tell you like this, I see why people like. It's, it's almost to the point where, and it's kind of, it's kind of there where you know you start you you make so much money you can't work, you can't. And uh, how I explain that is like it's just nothing's genuine. Like you have people, you have people that's either trying to come for you, or you have people that's trying to give you some type of false. Uh, Man, I, that's I mean I've just hit that spot, dude. Like with this shit, bro. Like it's like it's that. Like, it's like I can't even focus on work. My my actual profession now, like I don't even really care like that to be real with you, like, cause this shit is just taking off like crazy. It's like this is my this is what I wanted though. This this is what I've said out into the the ethos. You know, I was saying I was gonna be a millionaire within the next couple of years, and it might be b- faster than that. You know, what I'm saying like it will so, be. It will it's crazy, man. It's crazy, it. man. It's crazy, dude. Like, but like you said, man, nine to five shit, you can't. If if you really want freedom or some form of it, you got to get away from the nine to five shit, bro. Like that's not where it's at. Like I was watching that interview with Omi and the Hellcat, like I was telling you about earlier. Right. And he was right uh, there. That's a- he was he was saying he's like, man, if you got a nine to five, you got to do something illegal on the side, bro. Like you got to have some type of Kinda. hustle. You got to you got to get a pound of weed or something, bro. Like because it's like. You got to take a risk. Like, yeah, I mean, you think just working a nine to five, you're going to eventually get to your goals by doing that? You got to take some type of risk in life, bro. Like, so this is, a. I mean, yes, crypto is a huge risk, man. It's very volatile. It's not something to play with like that. Like, I mean, if you're going to get into it, you got to be able to, you, you got to know that you're going to lose at some point. Like, you got to be able to willing, you got to be willing to accept that. You know, and like you said, you know, put in what you can afford to lose. That's the most important thing. And, you know, and um, do your research and stuff like that. But it's a great opportunity. And it is something that is, I mean, it's the future. You know, the future is now. You know, we're in this start, just the start of this bull season, whatever. So who knows how long this is going to last for? You know what I mean? I, there was one There was one more topic I wanted to mention um going back to the you know battle of the sexes and stuff i seen uh, a star i still watch stars streams from time to time that dude it's hilarious man mm-hmm. uh, 
He was uh he he mentioned he had a, a title on one of his shows. He's like, are all wait was it him? I'm trying to think. Yeah, he was like, are all women for the streets? I think I saw that. I just didn't listen to it. About three hours long or some shit. I want to get your take on this. Like, all women. Do you think all women are for the streets? No. There's only a select few that, like... Now, but what what is for the streets, though? I don't I, think... I mean, that... I don't think... The, I think the majority of women... Okay, I think the... Because, like, look at... I mean, look at our generation, though. How many women you know that's going to cook clean and do all this for their man and shit? And then I see certain women like, yeah, they'll do it, but it's got to be for the right man. I think the you know ones, I mean? most of the uh, ones are already married. The ones, I mean, the most of the ones are, believe it or not, they're, they're already doing it. That's why they're married. Yeah. Um, I think as a man, and you know, I don't think I would ever get, I say think, I use words like think, and I may not, but deep down, I know, I mean, I came to my house, so my grandfather was married to my grandmother for, 60 something years they got married when they were like you know 16 or some shit and even you know before i was born and my you know it, it was you know they had turmoil and shit but they always stayed together and the fucking crazy thing is my grandma was the breadwinner my grandma would go to work but she would come home and submit wow. my grandpa ran that motherfucking shit my grandpa ran the finances and didn't oh, have wow. no job my grandpa, <laughs> my grandpa ran that motherfucker. My grandpa never worked my whole life. Man, he ran. You can see it. You can see it now. That's you like a lot of you know. A lot of men can't handle that though. That but, if their woman was the breadwinner, I don't personally me. A lot of women can't that, handle that. A lot of women can't handle their man not having no cash coming in too. Like that's how I look at that. Like a lot yeah. of women can't handle that either. I don't my feel like not, I would. My grandma not one time. Not one time, from what I know of, even thought about stepping out. Wow. Not one time. Not one time did she do that. Because my grandpa, he, he he ran the shit. So I would be lying to you if I say I didn't want to be married to somebody that I know I could be married to for a long term. But you just don't know. You don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't yeah. want to go through the pain of divorce. The, big, the thing is, okay, so this, the thing that... Even with a prenup, because I, I, I don't know how prenups work, but my, here's my thing. I don't want to go through the pain of me having to work, give 100% of my output for 50% of it to be taken away just because of the... But now, I mean, but then, again, but then again, not all women want that, though, too. Some That's women true. just... Well, That's true. Take, you know, they want you for you, and, you know, if, they, if things don't work, then it don't work. You know, there That's are true. some well, there are some real women out there like that. that you know, that's how they give it up. I think, like you said, there are some women. I don't, dude. I personally want mine. If my woman made more than me, I'm not gonna be insecure about that because I'm secure with myself as a man. You, you know what I mean? Purpose. Like, yeah, I know what my purpose is, and then she can still come home, like you said, and submit to me. That lets me know that I still, I'm in control. Still, I mean, I still know I'm a man at the end of the day. I still doing what I got to do. If she making some more bread than me, that's fine. I'm happy for her. You know what I mean? But I still am a man at the end of the day. And she knows and she comes home and submits to me. So that's yeah. That's it's interesting, man. That's interesting dynamics. Like I, yeah, I, I, I wanna be I do wanna be married someday, but it's just like I don't know if I want to deal with any paperwork though. That's the one thing with me, it's like I don't wanna deal with no contracts or none of that. The contract. 
It's because it's, it's right. at the end of the day, what marriage is doing is still bringing daddy in there for both of you. It's bringing government in there. And not only is it bringing daddy in there as a man or as the, as the breadwinner is saying, you must do this. Fuck yeah. that. I'm not doing that. Why? I'm not. Why? And, and I think another problem is if you can't be with somebody without having a contract behind it, that's a problem. Yeah. Period. Y'all I think, think oh, together? I mean, I- I think it's over time, and it's going to change, though. Like, it will, because what's going to happen is women are going to miss that yearn from, for true alpha males. And once again, they're out here. They just... You got to understand what a true alpha male is. This is somebody that has already mastered certain shit like discipline. like So he can he can go without having to fuck you, which is a hood rat, if you're a hood rat. Like, he, he just... He's not fucking you. Like, it's just not worth the risk. Why? He has other options. So, for this is why I say when, when women say it's just nothing but sips, that's a lie. Because, okay, me and you, look at me, you, look at our boys. You got some that's married. You got, and they made They may have sipping. You know, they may do sip. It may look like sippish type shit, but in our group, we all alphas in some sense. So like it's all about your perspective. We're all alphas in some sense. Period. We wouldn't be the, we wouldn't be friends. We wouldn't be hanging around each other. Yeah, that goes not, back. Yeah, it's like you're not gonna hang around niggas. You're not gonna hang around niggas that's gonna do feminine shit if you're alpha male. Period. Yeah, like none of the you know people that you know of, of our crew was on like some over, you know, googly-eyed over some bitch or some shit like that in a club or something like that. Y'all been there. Y'all been there. We've had moments moments and shit, but it's like, nah, bro, we know how to control ourselves. And, you know, that's why people come up to us in the club and tell us that we look cool and shit. And I don't know egotistical shit, but they do that shit like... Though you look cool as fuck, bro. Like shit's so weird, man. We, yeah, we just chilling, bro. What the fuck you mean? Like, like Donnie, be like Donnie, man. What the fuck is wrong with this dude? What the fuck? Niggas is, this is bro? weird, bro. Like, but y'all don't know how to talk. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't know how to talk to no girls or nothing. Like, bro, we just chilling, bro. Like, we ain't even gotta come to the club and get on no girls like that, and they'll come talk to us, like you know, because they see the energy, they feel the energy. That was like a lot of times when it was all of us. That's how we we literally could run that shit anytime, any place. If we go into a place all together, unison, like that, th- I mean, that's how it is, bro. And that's what's missing, man. That That's what's missing in today's, uh, today's society. So, so to add, to, to, to add just a little, to, um, my little bit, um, I don't think all women are for the streets. I think it's the opposite. I think most, I think it's either 50, 50 or probably close to the majority of women want to, um, can submit and are actually women are feminine because i'm gonna tell you about my perspective i i can't sit up here and say i went up for the streets when i'm gonna be honest what i do i go to work when i come home i don't go nowhere i'm on i'm on date naps so if i was to tell you like my my perspective is going to be skewed when it comes to women you know what i mean like it ain't like i'm i go to work and i'm on tinder and i'm on, i mean that's what i do so like if i do meet if i'm meeting women and shit most of the time most of the women i meet are you know, out here just hooking up and they're, they're in that hookup stage or whatever. They're just out here having fun and shit. But that's not every woman, though. Because most women... There's, there, there's a lot of women that aren't on these dating now. They're not on there. You're not going to yeah. find no wife on there, dude. Like, that's... You're not going to... I don't care. That's I don't true. Care. That's you're true. You're not going to find no wife on Bumble or Dang, I'm about to, I'm about to start. Getting, 
getting damn spinach from the store or some shit. Y'all you know? wanna be yeah, y'all wanna be outside in the clubs and shit. I'm going to Barnes and Noble. Like, you gonna find the Barnes Target and shit. That's where you I'm going to Target, nigga. Target. Yeah. Fuck Walmart, nigga. Target, bro. Like, my, I, I go into Target. Target. I go into Target and get compliments from women, bro. Like, damn, I like what you got on. And you look, you know, I'm, I'm like, thank you, appreciate it. Like yeah. that ass, bro. Like in Target, bro. Like not no fucking Walmart, bro. Like that's when you go. That's you, crazy, you, that's bro. When you that's when you find like, I mean, you know, at work, if you where you where you vet people, where you you vet people, where you've usually met them originally in person. Yeah, that is probably who, like that. Not no date now. So I'm not gonna sit up here. That's the problem. I'm not gonna sit up here and say, oh, all women are for the streets. When I'm more than likely only fucking with women from the streets because of how I'm finding women, like. But see, a lot of women can't do that. They think they can go on Tinder and match with somebody like me, and they think, "Oh, I'm gonna find no." It's look at the look at what the fuck is like. Come on, it should be understood that you're not gonna find no husband or no wife on there. So yeah. for me to say that, I'm not gonna say all men from the streets. I think it's the opposite, and I'm not gonna say all men are simps. I think it's the opposite. Period. Because one, more than likely, if you're alpha male, you ain't gonna be broadcasting nothing. Nothing. This is this is about the most I'll do a podcast and some Snapchats and shit. But you know, I'm not I'm not Brock. I don't want people to know I, why I don't see I don't want women, I don't want certain women to know what I'm doing, and I don't want simps to know what I'm doing. Why? Because of jealousy and it's dangerous. Like most alpha males aren't gonna sit up here, like you're not even gonna if you're not if you're not in that certain category as women, you're not even gonna know any of them most of most of the time. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're not you're not gonna be up here. Um, just like posting uh, a bunch of you know, like uh, look what I got. I got you know, just got this new car, new uh, new jewelry, new jewelry ice game on point. You know, just shit, flashy shit, materialistic shit. Cause you feel like ah, uh, damn, you feel like you might get that one response from a chick you've been trying to talk to or some shit. You know what I mean? Like that shit just goofy to me, bro. Like any, <laughs> she comes with me and she and gonna fuck wonder. with you. If she wanna fuck with you, she gonna fuck with you, bro. Right. Regardless, like not because of what you got, bro. Because she sees who you are as a person. Like, but a lot of dudes can't get past that point. They're stuck at that point of like, I gotta acquire all this shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a lot of money from crypto. Yeah, I've, there's been times I've been thinking, man, I can get this nice ass watch chain, bro. I was like, man, I can get a rollie and just. I'm like, why though? I ain't gotta impress these motherfuckers. Like, nigga, I'm regular, bro. Like, I, w- I don't even care about really wearing designer. I just bought some Yeezys because I support Kanye, but I don't give a fuck about really no designer. But like, you can do that, I wear, You, you nigga, wear. I, I bought, yeah, I bought, dude. I got comp- when I told you I got complimented in Target. Uh, I mean, a shirt I had on. I bought that bitch from Walmart, bro. I don't give a fuck no more, bro. I don't care, bro. Like, I'm. I, like, I've been looking, I told you I've been on the Instagram marketplace. I, I want to fuck with independent designers and shit like that. Like, I want to fuck with people on the come up. Like, I don't care about this fat, this flashy shit like that no more, bro. Like, you claim you're alpha male, but you're going to send a homosexual European your money to wear some tight uh, waist-fitting clothes. That's how I look at it. Yeah. You know, you, uh-huh. And they don't, even, they don't even want you to wear this shit. They don't yeah. even want you to wear it. They say you wearing yeah. that shit is devaluing that shit. Why don't you just tell them to eat a dick and you go to fucking play those claws at a Goodwill and you take that shit and you flip that shit and you you wear that shit out and more than likely the same shit you got on or the same nigga that put that turn that shit in is gonna give you compliments on that shit. That's a real motherfucking G right there. Because yeah. hell, hell, I got my money to buy me more drinks and invest in my cryptocurrency than me spending four hundred dollars on a, a real cotton t-shirt. You know or what I mean? something or something that 
Oh, with the name on it, like oh, I got yo. He got on the Gucci today. He got on the Louis. Like, who, I mean, who cares at the end of the day, man? Like this, shit, I mean, that shit is played out to me, bro. Like, label holders. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even care, bro. Like, like I mean, that's not even really any. And, and you think you really dressing like that, but you're not because all you're doing is just wearing a, a label. Like you're just like you said, you're just a label whore. Like you have no true self expression. That shirt I wore from Walmart had, like, floral designs on it and shit. It probably was something... It was in the men's section, but it's probably something I, I wore it to my grandma. She probably would want to wear it. Like, you know, I don't care at this point, bro. I just do what I feel. And, you know... um, I think fashion yeah. is really about colors and how that shit fit. Like, it's about colors. Yeah, I love, I love colors. I love colors and patterns. Like, as you say, I love patterns and, like, colors, so... I mean, growing up, I wasn't as expressive like that. I would just wear white tees, black shirts, shit like that. But now I don't really give a fuck no more. So I just do what I feel. And I'm an artist, so I just try to express myself more, you know. So, so yeah. And just support the, you know, the people on the come up. That's what I'm really about now It's just supporting people on the ground up. Um, you know, I really want to making my own clothes, honestly. Or I could do that, too. Yeah, I got I got a lot of ideas making on, you know. Yeah, we we should make some divine council shit. I definitely would be interested in doing that. You know, I got Photoshop, so I'll speak to you more about that off air because I had uh got my mother the uh the cricket machine, but she was talking about this three D these three planner three D printer called Glowforge. Um Yeah. Have you heard about Glowforge? I haven't. I think I had, I, I, I meant to text you or I thought I had brought it up with you before about trying to use it, you know, because I think we need, I think we need that. The only thing is it's about 5Gs, bro. But I'm, I want you, I'm going to send you a link and I want you to look at it. Now, you know me, I'm, I'm cheap, but I'm cheap when it comes to shit that I don't think really would come benefit me in the end. But I think if you got one of these motherfuckers, man, like, dude, it, it was like, I'm just going to see the video, man. Like, I, I think we might have to look into it. Okay. Called Glow Forward. Right. And, um, you can like you can make all kinds of shit. Like it had on the little video, he was like cutting chocolate out into like a whatever pat, like actual piece of chocolate, dude. Like cutting it wow. into a certain symbol and shit. You can make t-shirts, make it's a 3D printer out. Man, that shit is wild, dude. But yeah, we'll talk more up. about that's that. For sure. All right. Um, so yeah, we had what two hours, 31 minutes. Uh yeah, man. I feel like we covered a lot of shit, man. Like it's been the Damn, it's been like we took like pretty much almost a two month break, damn there. But yeah, you know, I'm gonna tell you right now though. To it. I'm ready. I'm ready to grind out. I'm ready to grind out. I made the decision. You know, I want to get right with work. Hopefully, this is my last year. I'm where well, it's gonna be the last year where I work at, and then I'm gonna take some time off and probably get back into it. Um, for sure, for sure. But I'm gonna just really grind this shit out and be consistent from here on out. For sure. I don't really got no plans of doing nothing this summer but working. So, you know, this I look at this as not necessarily work, but like a hybrid. Like, I can kind of settle in, but this is, this is, we got to get the job done too. So, yeah, man, we got, you know, I was talking to my homies um, off air before we recorded. I told them I was about to record this podcast. And my homie, my homie Sean was like, he's like, man, yeah, you go, you know, you got to go talk that truth, man. We, we need to hear it, man. You know what I mean? We got 20 followers on SoundCloud. You know, they trying to hear the truth. So, you know, we got to keep talking to them. You know what I mean? For now, you know, and it'll continue to grow over time as we've seen and touch different inner countries and stuff. You know, that that still is uh, mind-blowing to me, you know, just how far our voices can reach and stuff and just, 
we haven't even really started like that yet, you know, so still the early stages. So if it's one listening, that's all that matters to me. You know, I I mean if it's just one person listening, that's cool yeah. with me. But I yeah. my family, man, they finally they did ask, they asked me about my podcast because I had man, you know, that 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 was interesting. I was like, damn. I started thinking like, but I, I had already said it before, man. I can't predict the future, but I got a good feeling about it. I got a good intuition. And um I still I feel like at the end of the day, what we put out there so far. That's what's gonna allow people man. to at some point they go that's when they're gonna dude, migrate. I, they're gonna be like, man, what the fuck? They was talking yeah, about some crazy shit. Dude, I'm gonna put it out there, man. Like my goal is for us to do live shows in like 200, 300 seaters and shit. Like yeah, that's, yeah. that's where I see us headed, man, with this this and reaching out to people and telling, you know, and them talking to how you know, identifying with what we talked about. That's what means the most to me, man, is just reaching out to people that, you know, and they can really get something from this, man. Like that, yeah, that that's what could be funny too, you know, like 85. You know, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could be funny as hell and shit too, man. Like I you know, I got aspirations of acting and stuff, and I know you I've you know, we talked to you about potentially you I can see you doing stand up and shit at some point, you know, if you wanted to try it. But you know, yeah. I had you know, a couple so we, we yeah, we got, you know, we got ideas and shit. And I do music too. So I'm you know, we both we are creators and shit. So you do, I mean, I know you you still got your YouTube and stuff, you know, so we got different things going on, man. Other I mean, yeah, we investing in shit too. Obviously, that's great. That's not everything. I mean, I love doing that doing that, but I for most what's most important to me is reaching the people. That's the most important thing to me. Above anything yeah. else, so it ain't so, the yeah. money, it ain't none of that. They can take all this shit. I'm never gonna put my morals to the side yeah. for no fucking cake. And it's about family, friends, and the people for me. For sure, for sure. All right, um, yeah, man. On that note, I think that wraps episode 62 of the Divine Council podcast. You know, as always, you can reach us on on Twitter at Pod Shit. I think it's. Yeah, at Divine Council Podcast on Instagram at Podcast Divine. You can reach uh, SoundCloud at Divine Council Podcast. We're on all streaming platforms. So if you want to support, you know, go check us out. You know, Apple Music, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, all that good stuff. And, you know, if you want to leave us a review, you can leave us a review on um, the Apple Podcast website. You know, five-star rating that helps with visibility. And as always, you know, we just going to keep grinding, you know, just keep raising the level of the the message and, you know, it's going to reach the people that need to hear it, you know. And I, as always, I try to leave a quote of the day for the listeners and the quote of the day for me comes from Pops, you know, from uh, the late, great John Witherspoon, you know, um, he he said once. You know, uh, if you, hold up, he said once. Let me see if I can remember this shit because I just had it off the top of my mind. But you're on the spot now. You can fight the little, little, but you live to fight another man. Yeah, damn. It's about it's about living and fighting and live to live, living another day and shit. Damn. This was this was what was going to be my yearbook quote. Uh, hello, if you.
Yeah. You win some, you lose some, but you live, you live to fight another day. You know? So, um, did you have any closing remarks? No, we should, uh, we'll uh, be back with you guys next week. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, we about to get back on it on a consistent grind. And uh, yeah, man, 2021 to infinity, you know what I mean? So just like that, we're out. All right, peace.